0: like oh no
1: oh man well I feel like that's that's a problem that only you have because you're the only one here who streams with no pants on (laughs) so like
2: I I have pants
3: on today
0: (laughs)
2: Just you really today, stream
3: though. with no pants on, <laughs> dude. He does. It's so oh weird. yeah, all the it's time. I weird. respect that. I'm, no, I'm not even making <laughs> no, fun all of him. That's the time. That's impressive.
2: I wanna, well, why, why? not? I'm mean, gonna be. No one can see my fucking lower half. Yeah, I want to the wrong I wanna, burgundy.
1: I want to figure out a way to like one up you and stream like snake out, just like smushy snake <laughs> all over my secret labs chair, just like my sweaty balls in the middle of July just hanging down.
3: Just oh, one no. ball, just stuck to each leg, just fucking yeah. Yeah. spread eagle. Yeah, mm. looks like oh, so, it's like
1: looks like somebody's making eggs on opposite side of the pan. You know what I mean? You're like, <laughs> oh no, like, no. Like, like why did you crack those like that? That's such a waste of space. Where's the bacon gonna go? Where's the bacon go now? Uh, <laughs>
3: oh, there's no. the bacon. I, I,
1: I came over for bacon and schmegs, and I'm severely disappointed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh fuck! There, there we go. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I feel like I feel like you just got to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, now I thought I thought you had I thought you had questions for us. Oh
1: I, well, I have. All right, well, I'm gonna give I'm gonna pose to, to uh, you guys a question. I have three topics here. I made a, I, I had like three kind of like sort of not really bits, but like ideas where I had like one joke to say about it. Uh, <laughs> and I want to let you guys pick which which, okay. which nightmare topic we would choose from. Okay. I like uh, this? Yeah, yeah. I, I I think this could kind of be a fun thing if every week Someone's it's someone else's responsibility to figure out what our opening bits going to be. Yeah, it's Maybe like who's
2: line is it anyway, but way more dick and balls involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, so so choice number 1, uh oh, without yeah. any context, tattooed goth milf gets destroyed in brutal 3 on 1.
0: <laughs> okay. That, that's that's your first one. Uh <laughs> second one is simp for satan. Mm. <laughs> and uh
1: the uh, third one is uh, Thanos snap, uh, but without any context whatsoever. Like I, I can't. I, there's there's a whole
2: thing for that, but you can't know what it is unless you you pick that one. Is I it, mean, I I feel like I gotta have
3: the last one. It, th- yeah, th- that one's the most enticing because you put the most like mystery on it. <laughs> sort of like
1: I mean, I like, feel like, the, like the tattooed with- goth <laughs> milf is definitely like like what what. <laughs> How how is that enough? An and just
3: the what? alliteration in "simping for Satan" is also enticing. But yeah, I don't know. It is. You, you, you made the last one. You just okay. gave it enough right. curl okay. on the balls that I just want more.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like it's no secret that you're not a huge fan of the MCU. Uh, I mean, oh. you. It's really. It's you know. It's it's like a th- it's, we don't really talk about it a lot, but you have a strong, <laughs> you have a strong dislike for those oh, movies, fuck. and uh, and. You know, I think one. I think one of the I strongest. I
3: keep it to myself.
1: Yeah, I think one of the strongest points you make, though, is that Thanos, for being the big bad, is kind of. It's kind of like just. It's. It's a, It's. Can, can an enemy be the MacGuffin? You know what I mean? Like, can can it? <laughs> can it really be? Like 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 Thanos. The Thanos snap is is problematic for a lot of reasons. First of all, like it's half of all life in the universe, right? So that means like he's definitely snapping like handicapped kids and wheelchairs out of existence <laughs> like, like, okay. like, like, right out of the gate. You know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's a little kid like like
3: you sorry know, like, little one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Like he just struggled to get up the ramp to go to, to go to grade school that day. And he gets to the top hits the button to open that that door. And then he just snapped out of existence. All that worked for oh. nothing. The yeah. worst
2: part is the kid behind him in the wheelchair gets hit with his wheelchair that <laughs> yeah. rolls backwards down the ramp <laughs> but, then, oh, but, no. but there's also I was like was going to say
3: it, it definitely ends with the fucking empty wheelchair <laughs> wheelchair full of dust just <laughs> flying back down that ramp
1: But but also but also like like it was half of all life in the universe so like there's puppies and kittens just gone gone right. Right. Like, like cue the fucking Sarah McLaughlin video, bro. Like that's <laughs> fucked up. That's so fucked up. And, and the thing is, the thing is like he had, he could have done anything with the glove. So why didn't he just snap and double the resources? It makes no sense. Like this guy has been planning this his entire life. He has a place to plan not to go for retirement when he's done. He won't shut the fuck up about it while he's tearing his own daughter apart and put her back together for like years and years and years. He never like thought critically, like maybe I could just double the resources or create duplicate planets or do anything else other than just be a dick about it.
2: Yeah, there there's a lot of uh, fan argument online about that exact thing that that uh, you know he could have just he could have just made I don't know twice the resources in the yeah. universe or made like whole planets full of them.
1: I gotta be honest, I don't spend a lot of time on four chan. I don't even know what eight chan <laughs> is, so I, I've never I've never taken part in any of those discussions. But but the the whole point of this entire bit, which like I'm well aware we probably have to cut like all of that up to this point. Uh, no, it's been great. <laughs> but uh, the question is, if you had the power of Thanos' glove, what people and, and be very oh, careful whoa, with this whoa, answer. Whoa, be very, be very, be very, careful how you answer this. Oh no! Who would you snap out of existence with that glove? If you, I mean, I mean, like that, that, like, would it, would it be uh, people who have pub have like private conversations on speakerphone in public? Like that's that's number oh, God one. Oh
3: That was mine. What? That was. I'm not even kidding. That's exactly really? what I went to. <laughs> what really? It, that dude. Nothing fucking yeah. irks me more than that. That's the worst. Like. Nobody deserves being torn apart molecule <laughs> by molecule than most fucking people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, I try to be accepting of everyone except yeah, yeah. fucking people that do that. It's, yeah. the, it's the just most self-centered, rude fucking thing you can do. Fuck everyone that does that.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, dude, imagine being on, in, like, an Uber ride with somebody, like, a shared oh, a shared ride. Oh, I don't like want you're, them, you're, you're, you're drunk. You're trying to get home from the bar. You're like, I, I want to save 20 bucks. I'm going to take a shared ride. It can't be that bad. And then... Some asshole on their speakerphone having a conversation about like why their butthole itches or like what what the pussy or what like what the pussy smelled like gets in the car and has this really private conversation like almost like performing for you and your poor driver who's like just trying to fucking make money, man. It like he did not sign up.
3: It's a total performance. That's what <laughs> it's it gotta is. Be. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> well, in, in in another sign of the stars aligning and that the podcast is where we're all supposed to be right now. Um, I'm not lying. My thought was not specifically people who are unaware of cell phones, but. I guess, actually, more specifically, everybody who had a Nextel and chirped out in public. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you remember Nextel chirps and you walk into Wawa to grab something, there's always some fucking dickhead behind you who's like, yo, what's up? What you want me to get you? And then everyone has to hear their dumb fucking order yeah, as loud yeah. as possible.
3: And they oh, always have to talk p- about, like, the drugs they're going to do. Like, yeah, dude, I got us a fucking eighth. Like, all right, we get it. You're super cool, right? Yeah,
2: but but the good news is that it's cold outside, and that means there's gobblers at uh, Wawa now, right? So, I mean, Excellent. that's a plus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With, with
3: the cranberry sauce. With. Yeah, so, yeah, I, yeah.
2: Have to, I have to make a confession. I've never had one.
3: Never had a that- gobbler?
2: No, no. Dude, I'm it, serious. It, it-
1: is the best way to hate yourself this time of the year. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you got, you we got, got to switch up the self loathing, and that's the most delicious way to say I fucking hate myself. That's
2: yeah, ever existed. Uh, my my wife swears by them, and I've just never, I've never had one. And I, it looks like it's such a, it's like such a sloppy joe of of Thanksgiving foods. It's like there's like turkey, and then there's a bunch of cranberry sauce that you're obviously gonna get on your fucking shirt whenever yeah, you eat yeah. it. But like, yeah, it just well, looks
1: just yeah. a part of it. Yeah, yeah, but you you accept that going in, like you know, like. You know that you're going to be a piece of shit the second you order a, a gobbler. Like every but, every <laughs> every bite something's going to fall on your lap. Like even if you use the fucking like if you're if you're slightly less of a piece of shit, you use the 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 paper wrapper that they give you the sandwich like on your lap to catch the stuff. But,
3: <laughs> but, then, but then it, but it then, slips out of the wrapper onto your fucking jeans and yeah, then you're yeah. like you go to like, "Oh, and then it drops on you. It always finds a way. <laughs> yeah, It yeah, always and, gets on you."
1: And you only you only really have two options. Like you could either be the guy who like got silverware and didn't get soup or a salad at Wawa. Like, be that piece of shit. <laughs> or, or, or you can, or you can like eat it off of your own lap, like the piece of shit you know you are <laughs> with your bare
3: hands. Yeah, if you're eating a gobbler at that point, just fucking, just yeah. pick your shirt up and fucking right off your shirt. Just
1: yeah, like if you're eating a gobbler in your car, if you're eating a gobbler in your car, you know
3: you're like, already like, a shirt eater at that. <laughs> yeah, but, so but like, yeah, like,
1: but what, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna get a fucking gobbler bowl like some kind
3: of bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, like, you're not gonna do that. There's yeah, no most shame way. meals, like most shame meals you
3: eat, and it's great while you're eating it, and then you feel terrible after. You feel yeah. terrible the whole time you're eating the fucking gobbler. Yeah. Well, it's, I feel like it's, bread- it's, really, it's like shooting up heroin, like nobody feels good when they do it, but you just have to do it. That's that's the gobbler. It's
1: The problem I is, mean, it's, a bread, it's bread in a bread. It's, it's a bread sandwich, you get that stuff in. You're eating a bread sandwich
2: in bread. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's... It's like death by fucking bread, dude. Yeah. It's way too much. It's like a shame sandwich. <laughs> Sometimes bread is better.
0: <laughs> no. Oh God. No. God, I I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
3: Absolutely do not cut that out.
2: <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome, no, welcome no. to the Cynical
3: Nerd Episode Six.
2: Uh shamed sandwich f- <laughs> fucking pet cemetery. Bread is better. I don't know. It was great. I loved every bit of that. I loved every bit of every bit that you just did. <laughs> It's Pretty good. Uh, oh fuck! I'm high on caffeine and and empty from poops. So uh, my name's Chris and uh, <laughs> I'm the host. With me today we have Scott and Derek. Derek, how's your evening going, buddy?
3: Uh, it's going good. Uh, getting over a little little sickness. I kind of feel how Courtney Love looks a little bit. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: man, no. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, it's not. It's not great. <laughs> I feel like dirty heroin <laughs> pussy is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. <laughs> Oh, we're losing Scott. Uh, I'm happy to be here, even if it's a day late. That's
0: <laughs> oh my god, d- dude! You
1: fucking came with it today. <laughs> uh,
2: also, Scott, how you doing?
1: I'm doing fucking great now.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say a day late and a dirty heroin yeah. pussy short. But- <laughs> uh- <laughs> Oh man, I'm sure we can find um, one. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're all we're all fucking <sighs> Chuckle House tonight. Oh, you gotta I'm, stop!
1: I'm, you gotta stop with Dean Cook shit, man. You, you, that's three that's, three. that's 3 fu- That's the fucking turkey.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, if, if you say his name three times during Halloween, he appears and tells you, "He's like, hey, did you know I was in all these movies with
3: like Jessica Alba?" And he just tries to tell you about all of his accolades. So but I he has a crescent moon face, like it's weird, like he has his face. As it is currently, it's not like old Dane Cook. It's now yeah. Dane turned, Cook,
1: Dane Cook looks like, like he like he, he looked back towards Sodom and Gomorrah was turned to a pillar himself.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like one of those uh, sculpted Halloween masks where it's supposed to look like a real person, but it doesn't at all because it's clearly plastic. That's what his face looks like.
1: His head just got so big, and it looks like there's no plot. There's like his his fleshless has no give anymore. Like it's just not. <laughs> Yeah, like his face looks like if you went to Spirit
2: Halloween and you were like, "Oh, there's a Dane Cook mask," and then your friend was like, "Yeah, but there's nothing like him." Have
1: you ever heard that story about how Jeff Daniels got stuck in a paper mache mask, like like a like no. on, on SNL? Like I, I don't, it wasn't paper. Like they you know how they do those masks? They put the straws in your fucking
2: nose. Oh yeah yeah yeah.
3: And like
1: like they, they were doing like some kind of like like face mold to, to make a mask for him for for him hosting SNL, and he got stuck in it for like, oh uh, like eight hours or something. Couldn't get it off. Somebody apparently had quit SNL. It as like a revenge thing, they fucked up whatever the mixture was, and Jeff Daniels Ooh. was like entombed in basically cement. His fucking head was like stuck in cement.
3: to it. Oh god. Yeah, and they, they they'd like they like cut his they
1: like cut his hair and shave his eyebrows off and shit. And Dane Cook looks like if they never did any of that and just kept the mold on Jeff Daniels' head <laughs> and let him walk around like that for twenty years. It's fucking I, bad,
2: man. I didn't know you were gonna bring that back around That is a circle. Fucking applause yeah, for that one. Would, 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 it, would, it
1: a, would it be a vicious circle? <laughs> oh, no. Was that, was that the name of a stupid
3: fucking stand-up where yeah, he's like, I think what? it was, yeah. Um, you, you, I'm you, you, simultaneously you impressed. in the paper and you print the Bible on them. Fuck you. Yeah, it was 50, simultaneous- 50, like just being impressed and and just disappointed at the same time by that. Yeah, name. exactly. That
2: was split <laughs> right down the middle. Um, we have some week in review news to go over. And then we have our review of the first episode of season two of The Mandalorian. Yes. I do not think we all agree, although we have not talked about it a lot. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So first up, a week in review. It's a trailer for a show that just dropped and uh, Scott didn't realize at the time, but he was going to force me to binge watch it last night. Uh, It's called Truth Seekers. It just came out October 30th on Amazon Prime. Uh, Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, although Simon Pegg is really just a a cameo role in that show. He's not in it a whole bunch. Um,
3: So I I don't know. Derek, did you get a chance to watch any of it yet? I watched uh, episode one. That's all. That's as far as I got into it. How would you feel about it? Uh, I don't think I like it as much as you guys do. I don't no. hate it like it's not bad or anything, and I'm happy to see, you know, Nick Frost in a a, a leading role. But I yeah. feel like he's in this and it's cool. He's in a leading role because it feels like most of the shit that he's in mm-hmm. now is are like he's this weird tertiary role that like really yeah. doesn't matter in television. And he's a really good actor and he's a funny guy. So I don't really get why he's like stuck in that trap. Uh so I'm happy to see him leading, but I, you know, I'm going to give it another episode or two, but I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about it.
2: Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I, um, now that you mentioned him being in like tertiary roles and stuff, I am so used to him being second fiddle to Simon Pegg that they introduced him. And I was like the whole first and like second episode. I'm like, okay, so some Simon Pegg's going to be introduced at some point, And like, yeah. he's going to be the main character. Like yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. not trying to be a dick. Like I love Nick Frost. I just, I kept waiting for like, the main guy to show
3: up i was like okay we're following sidekick for the intro i got it um he's gonna listen I, to this episode of the podcast and just turn it off and never listen to it. <laughs> oh second to simon peg huh chris yeah thanks he, a he's lot, gonna tweet dude. out never I, listen I feel to like these like he, he definitely knows you know what i mean like <laughs> he has to know he
2: has oh to yeah know. <laughs> yeah so i listen to these dickheads say bread is better in a pet cemetery line and then they just bashed me on their fucking podcast um <laughs> I happen to like the Ouch, show quite man. a bit. It's said it's got joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. I, I said Nick Frost didn't be mad. Well, at then, him. Well, well, then Nick Frost has has shitty taste, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I rather liked the show. It it has a weird. Well, I don't I don't want to spoil anything. It literally just came out, but it's got this really cool uh, to me, at least vibe of being like a a, a more serious, like supernatural thing. But like. Also, not at the same time. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's, it's almost like a Ghostbusters camp, but I don't know. Like Scott, you you watched the whole thing, right? You finished it? Yeah, I I literally like after we talked about it, yesterday, I binge watched the entire series.
1: Uh, it's eight, and, ep- uh, eight episodes, about thirty minutes apiece. So yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it was so easy to get through. It, <laughs> yeah. it just kept they kept fucking rolling. Yeah, how, how, and you liked it too, right? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it
1: definitely like you said definitely has that that campy Ghostbusters kind of vibe to it. Like it like uh. It it does something that a lot of shows really fall flat on well like it tells compartmentalized stories with a bigger arc, uh and the, like the way the way they subtly put those callbacks in there you don't even realize like what they're building to yet and it all kind of comes to fruition at the end in a way that's really satisfying and really fun. Uh, I thought the antagonist was 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 cool. It had interesting like you know whatever the fuck you want to call it like an interesting scheme or plot. Uh, it's I found like it wasn't as scary as I initially thought it was gonna be like the first episode. Yeah, like, right, right, right out the gate, like it had me thinking, like, "Oh, this is gonna be like, like, Shaun, something along the lines of Shaun of the Dead, but, but supernatural." Right, uh, and it didn't have, it didn't really have like those big scares, but because you're so, you get so used to like laughing, you get so used to like the the comedy of it, and like kind of like the the simplistic charm of it, like the way it's written, the way that it, that they portray these characters. When there is a scare, even if it's not like some horrifying thing, they still get you with those jumps because you never see it coming because it's just it yeah. just you forget, you kind of forget that it's a, like a supernatural horror show at times. It just, it's, it's so well, uh, well written. Yeah. You, know, you kind of I, just get, yeah, pulled, pulled I, I can those say little bits they do.
3: I, I can say like it did. It, it kind of surprised me a little bit. Like the whole show. I'm like, this doesn't seem like a paranormal show at all. Like it didn't seem right. like, like there were a couple of parts that made me chuckle. Like the part where I guess it's his dad is going up on the upstairs, downstairs. Thing, and he's <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but other like, than that, I'm like, awesome. I, I, like, I don't know, it, it didn't really hit with me, but the part at the very end where the fucking uh, Miss Connolly, I think her name was, just all of a sudden, like, starts walking around like a dog. I was like, ah! <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, scared, yeah, the shit. Yeah. Yeah. That
3: scared the shit out of me, dude. Yeah. I was
1: like half paying attention. You know what I mean? Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. Okay. Because
1: you, you think you think it's all over and with. You. You're like, all right, well, you know, let me let me see what I missed on the gram. Or whatever the, <laughs> whatever, whatever, or whatever the whatever the fuck way you waste all of your waking moments. Uh, yeah, and like that—that that just really caught me off. There's a few moments like that within the show. It definitely leans into that like Buffy the Vampire Slayer style camp at certain times, but yeah. it does it with characters that are way more endearing and way more relatable and way more three dimensional yeah. than a lot of shows do. Uh, I think that's that's where it really shine for me. I, it wasn't so much that the supernatural elements were like that—that that incredible, because uh, everything's a rehash of a rehash. Everything's been written. Everything's been done.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, right. But they—they they found a way to do it with a lot of heart in in a way that were in these short, very short episodes. And with a very limited run of episodes, you get you get attached to everybody who's in the of the show. You know them all by name. And like I, I rewatched Avatar one last night after all the shit we talked about last week. I still don't remember anyone's fucking name for that movie. And I watched it last night. I don't remember a single fucking name. Sigourney Weaver's in it. I forgot about that. Ta-da. I don't remember her fucking character's oh, she name. She is?
3: Really? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also
2: news to me. Yeah. She turns into a Smurf Gigantes. No, no. She <laughs> She baked it. Um, yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, the the scary stuff does kind of startle you because this, the series is just so, I don't know. It's just so interesting. It's like just watching people hang out and and do stuff. And the dog thing in the first episode, which is the only spoiler I will throw out there, but there's a dog thing where the dog spirit kind of goes into the old lady. And I I thought they were going to leave it open ended. I thought it was just going to be like, Oh look, something weird's happening. So like you see what makes you think is like the dog transferring into the woman. And then you're like, Oh cool. So that'll be followed up in like an episode or two. Uh, but You know, they she goes at the door and then she just drops all fours, like you said, like skitters up the stairs, and I was like, Oh, that's fucking creepy. It was jarring. Yeah. There's a trope in horror films that never gets old to bother me, which is the people walking like upside down, like on their fucking you know, and like that that's just always fucking creepy no matter what it is. No matter how many times I've fucking seen it.
1: It's like that exorcist Alabama crab dangle kind of bullshit. You know what I
2: mean? Alabama (laughs) crab dangle. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) That that's where she it's leans. Li- that's where she leans backwards, almost like a, like an uppercase C. And you fuck her while your balls are also hitting her in the forehead. It's just right. Of course, yeah. yeah. It yeah. Takes a Why lot, Alabama? Lot.
2: Because you have to be in Birmingham to do it. That, that's all. <laughs> that's where it is. I, I, think, I, IS, think is only I think it's because thing.
1: everything is legal. Even sodomy and incest is legal in Alabama. So. Oh no. <laughs>
3: We're sorry. I'm just impressed. I couldn't have named one city in Alabama like it just couldn't have happened. So that's just yeah. This is the only one that came to mind. I
1: also want to immediately Um, apologize for putting uh, sodomy and incest in the same pool because (laughs) sodomy is just great. We've already covered that, guys. It's it's just it's just the bees
2: knees. (laughs) It's a good time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just the bees (laughs) knees.
2: (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, So there's there's the only other thing I will say about it because we're trying not to spoil it since it just fucking dropped is uh, there's a really cool scene in an elevator to cl- towards the end of the season. You know what I'm talking about? Scott's it's at the, the convention. And um, it's so much a Simon Pegg, Nick Frost scene. Like, you know that they had a hand in writing this this whole like dialogue exchange. I can't really give it away, but there's a lot of shit going on. It's one of those situations where like the main characters think it's serious. Or think it's a joke, but it's actually a serious situation. Yeah. And the hijinks that come of that. Um All right, that's, you know, Thrill Seekers. It's already it's on Amazon Prime right now, all eight episodes. Uh, If you are interested in it, even a little bit, I recommend it. Um, I definitely think it's great. But we have a couple quick pieces of news we're going to run through. These are these are things like an actor confirmed for a role or a costume. Look, just we're just going to touch on them real briefly. They're mostly here because I want to make fun of it, or at least this first one is Uh, Titan. Season three, the show that looks like at its best, a highlight reel of very okay moments, uh, they've cast their first look at Red Hood for season three. And I only brought this up because it looks bad. <laughs> the costume does not look good. It like the head is like bulbous. It looks like bobblehead Red Hood. Uh, It looks like bobblehead ripoff Iron Man Red Hood because yeah, yeah, for some accurate, fucking for sure. reason, there's like a mouth line right across the front and like little like things that look electronic right here. You don't have to do that with Red Hood. That's what you just I- got to have. A that's plain the, red helmet. That's 100% Sorry. intentional, though. Like, they're
1: doing that because it's as close as they can get
2: without copyright
1: infringement. Like, it's 100% intentional <laughs> that, it's, that, that, the, that the helmet kind of, it looks vaguely like an Iron Man helmet. Like, yeah, they're gonna fucking, yeah.
2: It looks like, like, cosplay. Like, it looks like someone built that to go to a con... Um, I don't like it also like and <laughs> this is just maybe the design. There's, he's wearing like shin guards and his legs look all fucking weird because like he's a scrawny ass kid. <laughs> so like there's a picture of him in shin guards from the side. I, I don't know. It not, It just doesn't look good. And, and that's coming from a show where like one of the better parts were the costumes, in my opinion, in the first two seasons. Like the costume work is definitely a, a great above like the CW show stuff. Um, maybe not a, a huge jump above it, but at least a little bit better. And to see that, I was like, Oh, what the fuck? Like, not only are you jumping into that arc too quickly, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not excited about it. And I wanted to make fun of it with you guys. Cause uh, I figured, you know,
1: I feel like that show, that show, like it's costume design is inarguably so bad in everything I've seen about oh. it that I just, that I just, I was not, I was not surprised. I was like, yeah, why not? Like that, that was literally the end of my, like, like, <laughs> like, of course, of course, of course, like cool. Looks about yeah. as good as everything else in that fucking show does. So, yeah,
3: sure. Uh-huh. I, I don't I know. Like, like, I don't know enough about Red Hood to say that it's one way or the other. It just looks like a superhero costume to me. Like, it doesn't look like they took any risks. Looks like they just put a leather jacket on. I mean, you said it. A guy cosplaying as Batman or something. Like, it's, I don't know. That's that's all I can say about it. I I don't know. <laughs> all, all he, he has a hell is... of a thigh gap, though. Good for him. I'm trying to get that thigh <laughs> gap. You know? I'm trying to work on my thigh gap. Yeah. I want you to uh, see the silhouette of my balls from behind. Like where in the fuck is that? Oh wow, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn, Right? Damn. Yeah. Oh, I, like him. How, Good for him.
2: I like how you said that and that's Scott was like, oh shit, I gotta see this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me let me get that thigh gap, boy. Yep. Uh, All right. yeah, it's just it's who gives a shit?
0: <laughs>
2: like yeah, a poo-poo. it's poo-poo. Um, we have another announcement for Another Disney Plus Marvel show. They are uh, apparently Oscar Isaac is signed on to be Moon Knight. Do you guys know who Moon Knight is? Uh,
1: Moon Knight is uh, schizophrenic Batman.
2: Yes, that's yeah. oh, that's yes, that's probably one of the best descriptions you could make. For all I, yeah, yeah you, all
3: I know about him is like I've seen like little uh, comic strips of him, and it's one of those things again. I've always been like, ah, oh, Moon Knight actually seems like something I could get into, and I've just never done it. I I don't know what you uh, mean by schizophrenic. Does he he does he like breaks the fourth wall, right?
2: uh, A little bit, but it's also he's got like multiple personalities. um, So like truly schizophrenic, Um, he goes by different monikers, sometimes like different, like uh, different alias, different secret aliases. He's uh, he's rich. He's an entrepreneur. He makes his own gadgets. Oh, here's a good one. When we say schizophrenic Batman. Maybe it's because his fucking projectiles are called moon rings, and I'm not kidding wow. they're called fucking moon Rangs. Right.
1: <laughs> it sounds like somebody from from the south who like works at a flea market trying to sell you a mood ring, you know what I mean like <laughs> "Oh over here we over here we got our pewter statuettes and our moon rings.
0: <laughs> Like
3: <laughs> fuck out of here. Yeah, that's like scrape that name is like <laughs> scraping the top of the fucking $5 DVD fucking game <laughs> at Walmart of creativity. Just not even getting your arm down in there. Just right off the top. Yeah, like that's really
2: going hard towards the South tonight, man. Uh, yeah, well. Sorry. Uh,
3: it's right before Election Day. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> It's got to get it in. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, I'm, uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get myself emotionally prepared for the second Civil War we're going to have next week, so... <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> I mean, less than 24 hours, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So Mark Spector is the name of the character. He's a mercenary. He's an entrepreneur. He's a rich guy. He's got multiple alter egos, um, some of which are called like he's a cab driver. Jake Lockley, Millionaire Playboy, Stephen Krant. And he uh, the only the real difference here, and it's changed a couple of times throughout comic history. But the only real difference here is that he actually started off with like superpowers, like legitimate superpowers. Uh, he gets them from the Egyptian moon god, Khonsu. Of course, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was one hundred percent. That was one hundred percent a Chris joke, but I had to do no. it. Top shelf, <laughs> yeah. top shelf dad joke, bro. Yeah, I know. You you, you got out the fucking step stool and yeah. you really reached up there and pulled that bitch off the top. <laughs> yeah, you had to be yeah. brush the dust off of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm proud of you for that. Uh, d-
1: d- I gotta be honest. Like, I, I, I've, when we. First, I'm talking about about Moon Knight earlier in the week. I I did like kind of like a not a deep dive, but like I got I, got, I put my foot in the in the pool, uh, and I kind of yeah. like, I kind of did some research on the character. It seemed like a really interesting character, but I couldn't find anything that explained why he lost his powers or when specifically. I don't know if, mm-hmm. I, don't know if, I, don't know if I don't know if there's like different iterations where he loses them in different ways, but it seems like he just started out as a, a way more unique character and then then just became Batman.
3: Yeah, basically. Wait, he has powers out. and then loses them. That's his. That's yeah. I'm not,
2: actually not sure when he does, but I know that he's been written with multiple iterations. I I think they wrote his powers away for a little bit, um, just as like a you know comic writers were going like, what can we do next? Yeah. Um, Let's I make think him wrote boring. His powers out for, yeah. <laughs> Let's take all Let's, the good things and just yeah. take them away. Yeah. Let's turn him into a, a real goofy looking Batman for a bit, and then we'll you know he can yeah. throw his moon rings at people. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really, I really,
3: yeah. We're not honing in on the moonrangs. I feel like uh, all yeah. I can say about this is I fucking love Oscar Isaac. Like I love yeah. Oscar Isaac. He's a fucking incredible actor. If you guys haven't seen um, Ex Machina. You're fucking up. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. like a it, modern fucking. Have you, you You guys have both seen it? Oh, yeah. it's Yeah. It's oh, so good. God, dude. It's like so a fucking, fucking techie Kubrick movie. Oh, my God, dude. It's excellent. It's perfect. That's an g- excellent description of that yeah, film. Dude, it's uh, so uh, good. Beginning. Yeah. To start, it never loses its steam. It's it all fucking lean meat. Yeah.
1: It
2: does feel very it's also, Kubrickian.
1: It's also pretty horny, huh?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean,
1: the I mean, bots, am I right?
2: <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If we were all billionaire tech geniuses, You'd make shit you could fuck 100%. (laughs) 100%. I'm bored. Look at Scott saying no. Don't don't try to be above us. I would
1: would build a couch out of money to bend models over while I fucked them. That's what I would do if I had billions of dollars.
3: Also fair.
1: But I mean... But, I mean, if there was a robot that was if there was a robot that was like, hey man, uh, let me suck
3: my dick. Like, right. <laughs> as long as you didn't make it, right? That's not as yeah, pathetic yeah. to like, like encounter like, a robot yeah. that wants to fuck you as yeah. opposed to programming yeah, yeah. a robot to fuck you. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like, like if, you, if, you're, if you're
1: like if you're like Dexter's laboratory building this thing, knowing that you're gonna come in it someday, you're fucking weird. But if like, <laughs> but but if if it exists already, it just what so happens to be like, hey man, like. Uh,
3: I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <Let me know. laughs> yeah, it's not your fault. It's like when someone buys you Chick Fil A. It's like, all right, guilt free. I get to enjoy it. I didn't support them. All right. Yeah, yeah. I can <laughs> just eat it now.
1: Yeah, like if you're just hanging out, like you know, playing Persona Five, <laughs> 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 or, 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 or whatever the kind of person who would build a sex robot does in their free time. <laughs> uh, no, no. You're just hanging out with your buddy. He built it. He built his sex robot. He's playing Persona Five, and the thing's like, hey, man. This game sucks, huh? We just spill on that hog. You're like, yeah,
2: hog. <laughs> <laughs> let's <laughs> do it. You're just this taking shots to so many <laughs>
3: demographics tonight.
2: <laughs> so many demographics <laughs> have been roasted by Scott tonight. I feel like I feel like you would be the kind of like tech genius entrepreneur that that you would like subconsciously build a robot that you could I'm, fuck. Like I'm not that smart, bro. Let's be
1: real here. <laughs> and build a, f- a fuckable robot out of Legos. Where the fuck am I going to get an engineering degree?
2: Oh, Legos? No. <laughs> the they worst. make no pieces that Too many work. corners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. too many sharp angles. Not enough fleshy Qu- bits quick, in the Legos. Quick, quick, quick callback.
1: If you use the Thanos snap to get rid of weebs, would it be genocide? Or would it be okay?
2: Why <laughs> <laughs> no, can What would Thanos' what would his cutoff be? Would he be like... <laughs> Oh, uh, this like, guy. If this guy. Saw, has, if this if guy Loli, like
3: Cowboy Bebop are okay, but the rest yeah, of yeah, you are yeah, fucking yeah. gone.
2: Yeah. If, if you've seen Spirited Away, you're totally alright. But, if, <laughs> but if you're one of those motherfuckers. Yeah, you've got Lolly
3: Hentai on your hard drive, buddy. You're <laughs> gone. You're
1: done. <laughs> you're fucking
2: done. I need. I need to over undercount how I, many tentacles have
1: jumped right? off to in your lifetime. Is that is that how you pronounce that? Lolly. I don't even know. See, I, don't, I'm I, I not think sure. it's
3: Lolly. I don't know. lolly yeah, the same thing they <laughs> give you at the fucking doctor's office. It's the same pronunciation. Imagine uh, that. Just uh, awful. Creepy. Ugh, you're yeah, so, that is creepy. You guys are, I you have,
1: you guys are the worst.
3: <laughs> I, have, I have more. <laughs> I have more thoughts about oh, that. Also, gonna...
1: also Thanos, Thanos snap for furries, dude. I wish the Thanos snap was like a genie with three wishes. I would use them all so fast. <laughs> 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 is that the line? That might be the line. I, I can literally hear. There's one.
3: Are... There's weeb's. There's furries. And what's your third demographic here? Uh, gra- yeah, Reanimating gra- from the gra- past. we are just
1: gravy seals. <laughs> those those south those South Philly trash people right, who, who like six, yeah. who like carried AK 47s no, Yeah, who carried AK forty seven to defend the, the statue of Christopher Columbus. They're gone too. Uh, <laughs> only oh, because boy. only because I know that if I snapped them all out of existence, every news article the next day we would be talking about them. And probably calling them gravy seals again. And I get to read about it
2: <laughs> and right.
1: w- reading, reading the term gravy seals is probably like one of the very few highlights of 2020 I've had so far.
2: It's, it's pretty <laughs> solid. The first yeah. time I heard it was, was quite a raucous occasion.
1: Yeah. Sorry about uh, the right. person guys.
2: <laughs> Qu- I, so I just have to spit this out before we continue. Uh, all I got in my head when you said that was Thanos coming out like the genie from Aladdin, which is fine. That's not the funny part. Yeah. Then you, he, he's like, you know, what three wishes would you like? And you, Cannot, you're like stumbling over your own words because you can't get them out quickly enough. He's like, Would you like three? And you're like, That's the uh, weebs, uh, that's the furries, uh, the gravy seals. First we <laughs> only need six. gravy seals.
3: And Thanos is like, What?
2: Yeah. Weebs, gravy seals.
3: <laughs> Did you say weebs, gravy seals? He calls him a fucking ambulance because he thinks you're having a stroke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Revive this guy, I owe him three snaps. I don't think one of his snaps was to have a heart attack. He did that to himself. Oh Oh my my God, God, he snapped himself.
2: (laughs) All right, back on track. Uh, This is another really quick one. They released a picture of the new uh, actress taking over for Ruby Rose on the Batwoman CW show. I know you guys don't watch it, so I only have a couple quick points to make. This is Javisha, Javisha, Leslie. Um, So... There's there's a lot of really terrible people on the Internet saying a lot of really terrible things about her, like
3: like furries and and weebs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is mostly
3: who's (laughs) who's trashing this show, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, For the reasons you're about to say anyway.
2: (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of really I mean, it's the Internet. So it's it's, whatever you think uh, in your head is probably true. Like there's a lot of people saying some gross shit about her. Uh, My complaint is that there's no fucking eye makeup on her. And that is a it's fucking blasphemous. And I'll, I'll tell you boys why. Okay. Tell me why, most fuckable dad.
3: <laughs> Tell us, MFD. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> MFD.
2: Uh, every Oh my god. <laughs> every person in the Bat family, besides Batgirl, should have eye makeup on, unless they're doing white eyes. Uh the cow always has to look like it goes all the way to the eyes. Otherwise it looks like you're in fucking cosplay. And the only reason Batgirl's okay with it is because her cow is exaggerated on purpose and her mask literally goes down to like fucking here. And it's it's she's big, like doe wide open eyes. That's totally fine. Hers are not. They're just slightly bigger than her eye holes. And it looks it looks like someone made her a costume like like it. She doesn't look like a superhero. And I I know it's CW. So like the costumes are, you know, already. But I photoshopped her with eye makeup on and I sent it to you guys. And doesn't do you think it looks better or do you agree with me? I I was going to say, like,
3: every time you bring this up. all I can think is I've never heard something so pedantic that I'm forced to agree with. Like every time it's like, what are you talking about? And then you like make a case. I'm like, fuck you. You're right. Like it's, it really does look like a fucking bad cosplay, but if you just added in that fucking makeup under the cow, it just, I don't know. It just makes it better. It does.
1: Uh, you are right. But I would just like to say that, uh, if I had the remote control from Click that he used to fast forward through all the parts of his life that he didn't want to deal with, I would choose to fast forward every moment of my life until this show is canceled, so we can talk about it then and then never talk about it again. <laughs> and it's it's and it's it's not it's not because I don't like the character. I think I think uh, Batwoman does have an interesting origin story in some versions of the story. Uh, to me, it's just that when you when you lose your main star, you can even call Ruby Rose a star with those acting chops, after one season. Again, your best bet is to just start over. Like, like, just do something else. Like, yeah,
2: I like. I would, I, I would love to see
1: a Catwoman show. Maybe that would have been way fucking cooler, way more interesting. Because Selena yeah. Kyle is just a better fucking character. It's, it's like when you see like, I don't know, like when you see like, like just. I, I can't. I can't even.
2: Well, it. I mean, uh, you know, and I didn't want to spend more than this amount of time on this, but they are uh, giving her a little bit of the thief origin. So she's apparently had a rough life and was sort of a like a. Uh, A little bit of a like a a small time burglar, I guess, Catwoman style before she somehow stumbles upon this stuff and becomes I have no fucking idea how she gets there. But, uh, you know, having her come from that rough background as opposed to being like a rich member of the Wayne family or someone who's been raised by a rich guy uh, is slightly more interesting. I'm sure it's going to be garbage, but, you know, it's slightly (laughs) more interesting. Look, it's you know, you, you sh- if you have the lowest expectations with the CW shows, every so often yeah, they surprise you a little but, bit.
1: But the thing is, like, I, and I didn't, I didn't finish Gotham all the way through. I, I bailed probably about three or four seasons oh, in.
3: Fuck that show! Ugh. You made sh- it three or four seasons in? Yeah. No, fuck that show. God I made it you like, for yeah, maybe-
1: guys. I get seasonal affective disorder real bad, and then when that happens, I just, I just mindlessly binge watch stuff. Uh,
2: like, no, what but- can I do to make myself more <laughs> depressed? Oh, I can watch Gotham.
1: Goth- <laughs> Gotham actually wasn't that bad. I didn't think like it. Uh, I mean, it was, it was a show what I'll say is this. I'm not gonna say that it was great TV, but it was a show about that world that didn't have Batman in it. And I didn't I didn't at any point be like, where the fuck is Batman? This doesn't have enough Batman. And the thing is a lot of these shows that are written uh like written in this vein, like where they're supposed to be uh like you know, like a passing of the mantle essentially, like it always feels like it's missing something.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm uh, throwing shit.
1: I would I would I would be stoked to see like different versions of shows that we haven't seen in live action yet, like maybe like Batman beyond oh like, hell like, yeah like oh yeah the rumors of keaton coming back as old bruce wayne for a batman beyond like i know that that's been floating
3: around on yeah for like 15 years yeah 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 but, yeah.
1: but like something like that i would get really excited for i would get really excited to see a a more in-depth origin story for poison ivy uh for catwoman so it, it's it's just to me it's you picked you just picked a character that wasn't really that interesting and you banked on it having ruby rose in the lead because everyone was just fawning over her because she is absolutely beautiful. Uh, but it's just, it's, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it had any substance to begin with. I tried to watch an episode of it on uh, HBO max in preparation to talk about this. And I couldn't even make it 10 minutes into the episode. So
2: sorry about
3: that. It was an, an admirable deal. effort though. It, uh, it really yeah. was. Yeah.
2: There was uh, just, just to tag on to your Keaton as an old Bruce Wayne, there were, there was legitimately a script idea for a Batman beyond film and before they decided on doing Christopher Nolan's Batman Begins film, that was one of the options that were on the table. Yeah. They were like, do we want to do like a Batman Beyond or something? Um, all right, moving on to the next piece of news. So we have some more trouble at Microsoft. There's a game <coughs> called Everwild. And the creative director, Simon Woodroff, has resigned from his position at Rare. So this is one of the studios that uh, Microsoft purchased and brought in-house alongside now huge studios like Bethesda. Yeah. Um, I I mean, this coupled with the second piece of news, and I'm just going to combine them because they're the same topic. uh, Doesn't really look great. And I don't know if it's Microsoft like putting their hands in these studios day to day affairs too much Mm. and they're not happy with it Uh, because on top of this news, we also had news that the head of 343 Industries currently making Halo Infinite, uh, Chris Lee, has also stepped down, which is the second director to leave that project Since its inception, Tim Tim Longo, yeah, was the first one to leave in 2019. Um, I don't know. Doesn't sound fucking good, (laughs) Scott. What do you What do you feel about this? Uh, I think you're fond
3: of me, lobster, ain't you?
2: (laughs) I can't can't, can't fucking look. I
1: think. uh, I I good luck
3: to kill a seabird.
1: I think I think the foe says it all here. If I'm being honest. Mm. Uh, Uh, I mean, when it comes to rare man, like. I feel like most things that Rare have made <clears throat> over the years have had an, an immense amount of heart go into them. Uh, from the Donkey Kong Country trilogy on Super Nintendo, which I think is still like one of the most iconic platformers of all fucking time. If we're be- if we're being honest, like those three games specifically. So uh, Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you even have like Jet Force Gemini. You have games like Conker's. Oh, Back- that game is so good. Yeah, excellent Back- game. Or, like, oh my god, I'm so yeah, glad yeah. you guys
3: agree. Fucking yeah, game yeah. is excellent.
1: Like, dude, Rare, Rare Replay coming to. Xbox, even without certain Nintendo properties that they obviously couldn't port over, uh, was still like just such such uh an overwhelming reminder of their body of work and how how much it like enhanced my childhood, like for a lack of a better. Like it was just every every game that they make is a fucking banger. Every game that they make, you can tell a lot of time and thought and effort went into not only world building, but the narrative, uh, everything. Like, like and to see somebody step down from a project like this, something has to be terribly, terribly wrong because they don't have a history of like of infighting or any anything of this of this kind, you know what I mean? Like so, right. I, I don't really know what the fuck it means as far as Rare is concerned. I really, I honestly was not even familiar. That this game was in production. I don't know much about it, which,
2: you know. So they didn't release a lot of info about the game yet. So a lot of people don't even really know what what it the gist is supposed to be. They had a little bit of a a little bit of a teaser, I think, when they first announced that, and that was it. Uh, it's, you know, I. I don't know. Derek, Derek before I say
3: anything else, what do you, how do you feel about it, Derek? So, you have uh, thoughts? Yeah. So, like first and foremost, I, I I didn't even know Rare was still a studio. I thought they had been like donezo for a while. Um, but I agree with everything you said about their games. They're all excellent. They're just oozing with charm. Uh that being said, you know, watching this trailer, uh which I had never really heard a lot about this game before, uh Mm-mm. uh it was in the uh the doc. Um, it looks I know it's just a cinematic trailer and I usually hate cinematic trailers for this reason. They're not showcasing anything about the actual gameplay. Right. But it looks like they took the like serene, peaceful aspect of like Breath of the Wild and just fucking cranked it. Like I was super into that trailer. Um, that being said, like, it, it, you know, I just wanted to say something nice before I started talking shit on Microsoft. I feel <laughs> like I can't agree with like anything that they've done in the past like year. Um, it just seems like they're scrambling a little bit. like. Yeah. scooping up um you know uh bethesda and all the like i feel like it's an act of desperation and scooping up those games and these like these developers has basically like made them have to push all their shit back i i, I it just seems like there's something like there's like this bloating happening in the company where like they don't know what to do with their assets and resources so people are like fuck this i mean yeah. two directors have left fucking 343 now Like you're leaving. Halo is one of those. uh, um, It's a golden goose. Even if it sucks, people are going to buy it. So for not one, but two people to leave, uh, knowing that basically in one way or the next, their game is going to be a hit, whether it's like infamy or, 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 you know, the other. It's like something horribly wrong is happening here. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And, you know, infinite being pushed back they're uh releasing the multiplayer and the single player separately like what the fuck are you guys doing even know that that's not good and they haven't even released like which is coming first or when it's just like oh we're going to release the multiplayer and we're going to release the single player campaign at separate times but whether not which one comes first or when either of them are going to be it's just like what what are you guys doing it feels like they don't know what they're doing and yeah. if you guys remember, like, this is kind of what Sony went through with the PS3, um, where they made all these bad decisions when that yeah. console released. And for, like, years afterwards, they were just trying to pull, you know, put all the pieces back together, which now they've done. And it's like now Microsoft is just, I, yeah. I don't know. It looks ugly. I don't know what uh, else it's to what,
2: say. I think it's one of the reasons that the PS4 has such a banger lineup of exclusives and it's the only reason to be honest i bought any console at all was because the the ps4 exclusives i could not get on pc and they were all very interesting to me i'm i'm very happy i bought a ps4 i'm i'm looking forward to what comes out in ps5
3: yeah
2: um i feel
1: like we 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 touched on this when we first spoke about the uh the bethesda purchase Yeah. Um, you know like like PlayStation had over overcharged for the PS3, I think we, we had said, like they, they kind of like just mishandled their launch in a lot of ways. And as a result, they had to like license out a lot of their what used to be exclusive properties that make them like third party properties. So they had yeah. stu- they had studios that formerly had worked exclusively for PlayStation that were now making games that were going to be cross platform for like almost what 10 year a 10 year cycle. Uh, now now like all those contracts are up and it seems like Xbox has become too reliant on that cross platform availability. They haven't really been building up their exclusives. Like we saw the entire lifetime of the PS4, just kind of like banger after banger, like sleeper hit after sleeper yeah. hit. Uh, I mean, like from from God of War to The Last of Us to Spider Man, even you know, even like like games that maybe aren't as popular, like what uh eighteen forty seven. Like they they had like, oh, a- 1887, yeah eighteen eighty seven uh, games like Until Dawn. They just, they just like had a bunch <clears> of <throat> a bunch of smaller exclusives. Uh, that all had just really unique experiences that you couldn't get anywhere else, and that was the biggest selling point for the PS4. Yeah. Uh, like right now, like I, I don't have a single reason to to own an Xbox within the first yeah. year of its cycle, maybe even its entire cycle, because right. again because again like Phil Spencer's on this fucking tangent where he's talking about like well we're not so concerned with selling systems as we are making sure people can play our games on every platform whatever the fuck he's saying. Like maybe I'll just play everything that they've released that's worth playing on PC. Maybe right. maybe maybe there'll be a platform where you plug like we talked about before you plug in a controller and you play on your fucking phone, you know, like on your phone at work while you're bored. Like you don't know where it's going to go, but they're not really making any kind of case to purchase a Series X right now in any
2: capacity. Right. Yeah, they're, they're doing really good from like a services offering, right? Like the Game Pass is a good deal, especially like Xbox Game Pass for PC. It's like five fucking dollars and there's legitimately I I pay for it every month. I, I think it's a good deal. Um, But, you know, you would you would have thought that throughout the entire lifetime of like the Xbox One. They would have said, Oh, we're getting our asses beaten exclusives, and then you started to fucking do something about it for this console generation. And we thought they were, right? Because they when they started announcing the newest um, you know, whatever XX, Triple X, Triple A dog new fucking console title is coming out, they started announcing all these studios that they were gobbling up. That, and you're that like, That sounds oh. good though. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a real bad. Uh,
1: yeah, that would have really had a beautiful cinematic IGN,
2: Nine out of ten. Yeah. they start announcing all these studios they're buying up and you're like, oh, cool, so they got the hint, but they they just announced that they're buying them, you know, when they announced the console, like there's no way that, it's gonna be midway through the fucking console generation before they have anything to show for it, if they don't start ruining studios, like it looks like they might be doing, and I don't want to infer too much from directors leaving, but it just doesn't look good, especially Infinite, right, like Everwild, maybe they got one to fucking retire, I don't know, but Infinite, you have two directors leave, Within a couple years span, it's not, it's fucking no bueno. And And the game looks like dog shit.
3: It's not just the director. It also looks like dog shit. It looks so bad. It it somehow looks like a shittier
1: version of Destiny from what I've seen. Like, I don't know how that's possible, but it looks like it's a worse Destiny.
2: I I didn't even know this until I read the article, but they didn't even, there's not even a, a new release date. Like, it's not like Cyberpunk where they're like, we need to push it a couple months. Like, they just said... Uh, not coming out at launch. We don't know when it's going to like, that's bad. What fundamental issue did you find that you have to go? "Eh, We're not going to give you a uh, fucking release date. So what I think is crazy.
3: Yeah, it is. And what a lot of people think, like this isn't a unique opinion is that essentially they realized because it was supposed to release like two weeks from today. (laughs) Yeah. That they realized like whenever that drops two months ago, three months ago, whatever it was like, oh, this is not ready yet. And so they released it so that people would complain and, like, feel okay with the delay, and no no part of that plan worked if that was the plan. Oh, um, no, not at all. And if it wasn't the plan, it still didn't work. Like, <laughs> people are fucking not looking forward to this game at all. It looks so terrible. It looks so boring. It looks like they've expanded on absolutely nothing. It, it's And here's the issue with, with Halo, is that when they do new things, people still complain because they have a super toxic, just like, tumor of a fucking uh uh fan base. Yeah. So yeah. at this point it's like polyps, to me. Really. I yeah. I hope that <laughs> anal this polyps. is the anal polyp that just <laughs> like fucking cuts off circulation and ends the entire thing because nobody's Ooh, gonna be happy either one
1: yeah, right to the brain. They, yeah,
3: yeah. It, it that's that's my one hope that this just ends it because nobody's gonna yeah. be happy either way. When they stick to same old, same old, of course people are unhappy because it's boring. But when they do new things, people aren't happy either. So it's just time to let it Fucking die! It's it's over.
1: The problem with Halo, like it, it 100 needs to fucking die. Like it it needs to end. But the problem isn't the gameplay. I don't think you know what I mean. Because like, like when I think of of my fondest memories of Halo, I think of me and you on your sofa in your living room, Derek, when we were like 16, 17 years old, playing Halo 2, playing Halo 3, playing Reach, playing multiplayer. And it's not so much that the gameplay was ever spectacular. It was, it was. We all have fond memories because, like, that was one of the first games you could play online with your friends. One of the first games you'd have land parties for. One of the first games you'd have everyone over for, a, like, a weekend, like a weekend sleeper when you were too young to go out and drive around and do anything. Right. And so it has like all this built-in nostalgia that the fanboys can't f- fucking let go of. But when you play those games again as an adult in like the Master Chief Collection, you realize it's the same fucking game, the same yeah. cold sterile environments, the same like oh we found another ring. No shit. No shit. There, and there's. It's Halo Infinite because there's infinite fucking rings and no new narrative. That's why it's Halo Infinite. It's never gonna end. Their plan for this cycle is to make a game that, like Destiny, can evolve. So they have to stop pretending that there's a new story to tell. They can just keep telling the same story and stretch no, honestly, it out. No, honestly, they they, they yeah. announced
3: a ten year cycle for this game. Yeah. So yeah. that's not even exaggeration. They want they game fucking really ten yeah yep. yeah. And it's just, oh no,
1: it's not like it's it's not gonna make it ten years. It shouldn't.
0: No, uh, no it's just.
2: Can we all just applaud them for the? I mean really just choice decision to make to try and convince people that by not giving master chief a real name they were somehow being like I don't know unique or he does have a real name doing it's, it's, it's something john, amazing right? it's, it's john, john.
3: yeah, yeah. So also, it's, not, it's still not unique. Yeah, they might as well <laughs> not give him a it's name. It's John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was what was born of
2: pure laziness when the game was first written? They were like, "Who's the main character? I don't f- call him Master Chief. His name's John. Yeah, he's that's fine. He's it's shitty. a video game. They won't fucking care. He's shitty Doom guy is what he is. Yes. And the, co- and, the co- and the covenant are like the most
1: confusing hodgepodge. Late, like it could have been so cool to have an entire alliance of all these different unique alien races. That'll have their own motives and maybe came together and had like a singular vision to, to bring about peace in the way they viewed, which is ultimate destruction. But they didn't spend right. any time building the lore for these characters. Like, they, there's more lore in Destiny in the fucking Grimmore cards than there is in all of Halo. And that's the fucking crime of it. Because I'm not going to read a 300 page book to find out what, what the fucking motivation for this sub race whose name I can barely fucking remember. Like so that, just, so that's
3: that's what I was going to say like there's two parts yeah. to this and it does relate to the fucking grimoire cards of of destiny where like yeah. dude when you read them it's it's excellent that lore is like great but yeah. it should be in the fucking game that you bought obviously Yeah, yeah. Uh, it in the game man is <laughs>
0: Yeah, you just, have, you, just have, you just have to kill you 500. You just have to
3: unlock it in order to yeah. get it on your app in order to read one-fifth yeah. of it. And then you get the other grimoire card. What a nightmare. Yeah.
1: yeah, good luck. Good luck being on your Destiny Mobile app reading grimoire cards and ever getting your dick sucked by your significant other again. <laughs> good fucking
3: luck. Good but the luck. thing is, the lore in Halo is excellent in the expanded universe. But this is the second part, like I said, two parts. Like we've said a million times before, you know, we talk about shows. Oh, it gets great in season four. You want me to give 40 hours of my life before this gets good? It's the same thing with this. You shouldn't have to read four books to make the video game good. That's an incredible thing to expect of people. So, like, if you're, you know, giving out these uh, outlines to writers, you know what you want your story to be. You just didn't make it that way in the game. You could have had that story and that depth in the game. You just didn't do it. I love Halo 2 and 3. But when people talk shit on them, I 100% understand. I totally agree.
1: Those games are the best, but they're all still like late 90s Mountain Dew commercials. (laughs) I mean, like, like, what are you doing? You're going to do a Halo jump in Halo?
3: <laughs>
1: what does he say oh, what does he say giving it back or something like that You're like oh man giving the
3: covenant back there bomb
1: yeah man. yeah like um, okay okay nicholas cage what the fuck was that
0: <laughs> and, that and the thing awesome. is, All right. whatever yeah
1: yeah yeah no, the big the big uh, this is the last thing i'll say because i could again like i could just endlessly verbal diarrhea on this game forever uh the biggest problem with halo again it's just like when the most compelling relationship in your game is the silent protagonist and the ai and the AI is doing all the heavy lifting. There's a real problem in the writers' room, and that's not even a joke. It's just a really sad reality because when we were younger, we didn't know. Like, like hey, it was the most cinematic game that we had seen in that genre by far. Right. Because there was not much else to really base it on. Uh, like, like it 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 outshines totally Super true. Mario World as far as narrative. 100 <laughs> <laughs> But, but Donkey Kong Country. I don't know, man. That note. That note. When you find out donkeys missing and the bananas are gone, in uh, Donkey Kong Country Two. I'd say that's pretty on par with the entire narrative of Halo too. aside from, <laughs> aside from the, the part where they're actually attacking Earth and there's real stakes that you give a shit about for 20 minutes.
2: Uh, fair. Yeah. It's I mean, we can all ramble about how much of a garbage series Halo is, but
3: uh, we're already way behind schedule because we like to talk. So yeah, the next here's up the thing. On the- I, I have to take my pee break early. It's, it's happening. I have to okay. do it. All right. Go ahead. I'm talking shit. I got to do it. I, uh, yeah, all what, right. What's something you love that I can talk shit on? Uh, I, hey, I love Halo 2 and all the voice acting in it. Have at no, it. You, just an extension no, you don't. <laughs> of no, the previous. Yeah, yeah. Make it, you know, just keep going with it, right? You can make this <laughs> you work. You dirty fucking liar, and then you just start again. Yeah, really. You dirty fucking liar. Yeah, Uh,
2: quick, quick, what is he, what is he like?
1: Uh I, mean, uh, I mean, recently we had a conversation about him loving, uh, Death Stranding, which to me, like, Oh, yeah.
2: You yeah. remember that one. You remember that one. Uh, Fetch Quest the game. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the Amazon Prime overworked underpaid worker simulator. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the essential, yeah, the essential worker uh, eating my chicken in his van while sobbing simulator. Uh, it's
2: almost kind of like the co- like being an Amazon delivery guy during COVID simulator. Like yeah. you're like dodging all these fucking creatures yeah, outside yeah. <laughs> trying to infect you and murder you.
1: Uh, oh, God. It's. The thing is, like with that game, man, I understand that, that there is a cinematic quality to it, but I get taken out of it when there's characters named Die Hardman and Deadman, and like, and the that uh, it's just it was just so uh, I don't know.
2: Well, you, you didn't you didn't get to any of the good story beats because they're hidden behind plot device, man.
1: Yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is, I put about twenty hours in this. I've tried to play the game three times now, three times, and every time I do, I'm, oh wow, and every time I'm, I mean I'm, I'm like, you know what, man, fuck it. Like I don't remember anything that happened. I know it's like ten hours of grinding to get to, to where I was last time or like or so. I'll skip all the side quests. I'll just beeline it through the story and try to get through it. First time I played it, I made it to, to chapter three. Second time I made it to chapter three, stopped again. Last time I played it, I made it- <laughs> I made it like five hours into chapter two and was it was done. I just can't. You're like, why
2: am I trying to do this? Yeah,
1: I can't, like, it, like it, there's there's certain things to it that like it could be cool, but it's like you also fight the the, the beach things, the BTs with your blood and your urine and your poo-poos. And it's like, I okay. don't yeah, I don't want to throw my BMs at the BTs, bro. I just don't want to do it. It's not like I get it. <laughs> I get it, but also like the fact that like I don't know man the whole th- the whole thing just seems very convoluted and stupid like there's people there's there's entire an entire subset of enemies in this game that chase you because they're addicted to delivering packages like that's not how it, that's not how that works like people don't get addicted to serotonin they get at work if that, if that was in any way a thing, people would be working for free like I mean like that's not that's, that's it's not how it fucking goes that's not why that like it paints this picture where like in the future people are f- are so fulfilled by likes and and acknowledgement like which is it's a, kind of a cool thing to, to play on because we all definitely get our ser- like little hits of serotonin through social media all day every fucking day when we're having a bad day uh but the fact that like there's a subset of enemies that get that get their kicks and their their, their serotonin from stealing your packages and then delivering them like <laughs> like there's there's it just doesn't make any fucking sense uh
3: oh, that's d- great I, i'm assuming for the first time this talking shit segment didn't end on the lighthouse sounds like no. it's ending on death stranding
1: yeah, it yeah. Is. It, it's yeah. been all Death Stranding all day.
3: Uh, yeah, we went straight for it. Yeah, yeah. I um, will never defend that game. It's a game that I love that I'll <laughs> never defend. Every bad oh, uh, thing someone says about enough. it, I'm like, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. <laughs> that is 100% true about that game. I gotta and be I honest, that, ta- anyway. that
1: takes a lot of the fun out of it, though. I gotta be honest. Yeah, right.
3: I, I, I'm sorry, but I, I I mean that genuinely. I'm not like I know, I know. trying to That's take the, that from you. I get it. It's a bad game, but I just yeah. love it. That's the it. second I,
2: talking shit that you've just ruined wholeheartedly.
3: <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm going to have to change up the dynamic and just take talk your shit power. on something. Now
1: it's I'm, mine. I'm going to have to talk shit on something <laughs> that I just dislike. It doesn't have to be something he loves. Yeah, i mean that's fine like, because i feel like yeah, gonna find
3: out- a sweet spot something i could yeah. take or leave then i'll yeah, like yeah. feel like i have to be offended over it
1: yeah yeah uh <laughs> no nah, but i mean it's just it's it's like there's a paywall in that game but but like you're you're spending something way more valuable than money like the time you can't get back you can be spending with your children it's or your like,
0: time oh, yeah
1: yeah or like your significant <laughs> other like building building that bonds or I don't know man even like, even jerking off like at least you'd come if you jerked off for 10 minutes if you deliver packages for 10 minutes your star rating for a fucking a development site's gonna go up like a fraction of a star what the fuck am I doing why the fuck well, like I don't I don't understand it
3: and you could like build a road <laughs> over the rocky thing and like make it easier and then you get there it's like oh 20,000 whatever the unit is in that game it's like yeah
1: likes I'll just take
2: yeah i just
3: take my time yeah <laughs> What? Oh God!
2: I, I can't imagine a more on the nose fucking, uh, parable than like trying to act like you know people are addicted to social. Like no shit, people are addicted to social media. Yeah, but
1: that's probably Jesus because Christ. reality's miserable. You're that's, right.
3: It's shallow. I still love it. I still oh, love God. it. I love Kojima. He's my the, daddy. I love him.
1: The one thing is, like, everything <laughs> Kojima does is kind of like it's it's well done, but like the writing's always kind of like also um,
3: bad. It's yeah. so bad. That's like, why like, I love it. It's like, is, so like,
1: Metal Gear Solid. Three is I think where it hit like it jumped the shark entirely. Like when when there's that that fucking dude, uh, the end where like oh yeah like remember when we let you change the controller port for Psycho Manus and you could just beat him real easy? Well if you yeah if you fast forward your console clock a week this guy just fucking dies baby. Yeah he just dies. Oh
3: shit. You can also uh, like no kidding earlier in that game like there's a mm-hmm. part where like he's across the dock and you have like three seconds he like turns around and goes in and a door shuts you can just snipe him and then you just skip the whole end fight. <laughs> Man, I'm going that. to do that. I, that's my, my least favorite <laughs> Metal Gear Solid game. And I know that amount of trivia on it. Okay. I fucking love Metal Gear Solid. That, They're see, terrible. I, They're so bad. That's why I love them. I don't know. It's yeah.
1: It's like that Nick Cage movie kind of thing, but it's a long format. Like we're. Yeah. yeah. You feel, where <laughs> you feel Except like Metal
3: Gear 2. Metal Gear 2 is the best game that's ever been made in all of Metal history. Gear. Solid's very, very good. Fucking uh, incredible.
1: I, I, although uh, I, I still hated that. That fucking. Yeah.
2: He, what? he hated what yeah, I, I hated
1: the, I hated the bait and switch like the demo was like the Uh-oh. only time you play as fucking solid snake oh, in the yeah. entire game and they have to play as this whiny bitch like right like right becomes awesome but it just it's not
2: until the game where you like beat up a three cent-
3: quarters of the way through the game <laughs> yeah
2: I, I didn't I didn't hate him I don't know I remember there being a Neither big like I. a big like you know argument about there. like oh the bait and switch I, I didn't really I didn't hate him Neither I thought it was fine I. I enjoyed that game a whole lot. Uh I, to this day I still say fish and mailed a lot whenever I fuck something up and no one understands the
3: fucking reference. Um it's so and, cinematic. And That's why it's my favorite. It's just it's such a fucking movie. It's like a well-shot movie. That's what's so good about it. Yeah, it is it is, is
1: Die Hard basically.
3: Yeah. yeah. With, with, yeah. With, with, More with, or less with way better henchmen. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're literally
2: like on a fucking oil rig in the middle of the ocean trying to stop terrorists. Yeah. Um and I also will say because you said it in a very quick moment that Psycho Manus thing was is one of my top five video game memories, probably my from my whole life. When when I realized that was happening before, before like you know the internet was a fucking thing, and before I didn't have like the guide in front of me, and I, I realized what they're trying to get me to do, my mind was fucking blown. Yeah. Or like what is incredible? What do you and mean, you know in this remake
3: card? that they're proposing, it's going to be like ah, you've been playing Hentai Tentacle Simulator. <laughs> You're like whoa, like thank God I had that headphones <laughs> on. <thumbs up. laughs> that's no. gonna be a nightmare
1: that would be <laughs> fucking oh
2: god <laughs> it would be amazing all right we're gonna get back into it so next up this is pretty quick because there's not a lot of uh specifics about it there is a live action assassin's creed series coming to netflix and a deal that ubisoft has made Ubi. um <laughs> let's okay let, let me let me posit it this way to the both of you is it more likely in your opinion that this is going to be a hot steaming pile of garbage to throw on the on the ever growing pile of video game movies that are poor or video game films that are very shitty adaptations. Or do you. Th- <laughs> do you think it's Go somehow going to pull through and surprise you with a quality series? And I will say before either of you answer as a video game, I rather like the very stupid lore of Assassin's Creed now they've mostly just done away with it completely in later games but the idea of it when it first came out I thought was very neat And until this day I still kind of think it's neat
3: uh I don't know what do you think Derek I uh agree with everything you just said it's, it's weird oh, okay. that we're lining up here like the yeah. first couple were great not not the first one that was kind of limp dicked but the Ezio <laughs> trilogy and even was oh, like, fantastic. People hated uh, three where you played as Connor and I, I liked that one. I mean, it was, yeah, boring, I didn't but... hate three either. That was when they introduced running through like trees and shit. Yeah. And I thought that was, I was like, well, of course you should be able to do this. It's fucking great. <laughs> and uh, even yeah. the one after that black flag, well, most people like black flag flag. Yeah, that was pretty well received. Um, but it, I, I liked that too. I feel like you were finding out secrets of like the fucking Freemasons and shit. Like that was cool. You know, it's fiction of course, but, It felt like you were really uncovering something. Um, And I think like that era of it was amazing. I think since then, it's been pretty fucking bad the past couple. Um, Even the ones that play well, like uh, Origins and Odyssey, are just really bloated. Like, it's like they take every objective and instead of making it interesting, they just like make it eight times as long to get to one. So you feel (laughs) like you're in this gigantic world. Um, That being said, like, do I think it's most likely that this is going to suck? Yes. But do I am I like, do I think that that's an inevitable thing that's definitely going to happen? No, um, I actually thought that the movie was overall not good, but there were things that did really well. Like the aesthetic of it was awesome. The music was incredible um, and all the like dives and stuff were really cool. Like the story was dog shit. But I mean, y- y- like Michael Fassbender can only do so wrong. Um, and so there was like a lot that was done decently enough. Like, I don't remember anything that happened in that movie, but I remember like finishing and be like, that wasn't as much of a train wreck (coughs) as I thought it was going to be. So, you know, a show, I know they haven't released any details. Like, I think it just got greenlit. So there's no like team director, actor, anything like that, but I'm not like parting it out entirely, but to answer your original question, is it most likely to be dog shit? Yes.
0: Scott uh i mean I, I basically I, I agree with
1: everything you both just said hundred percent oh I, I, I think that the, might be our I first like one of the night. I think, <laughs> I, I think I think the biggest problem with the movie was that it's there's way too much lore to try to force that into such a small time frame, you end up skipping a lot of crucial things uh if they were to follow some some of the like i think honestly the the, the first one gets shadowed on a lot because the mechanics weren't as polished uh it was very repetitive like you, yeah. it, it was very slow to learn the mechanics at first because it was a brand new concept by the time they hit their stride with the Ezio trilogy you already knew what to do they could get you right into the action and focus more on story than teaching you the building blocks of this this whole new weird like free running system
2: That's a good point man.
1: um all i feel like almost all of the kills in the first assassin's creed were meant to teach you a new skill or, or to force you to master it in order to get that perfect clean kill as opposed right. as opposed to like just running, like if you played it like an assassin, it was a very rewarding game because those every kill in the first one was so difficult, tracking down all yeah. those fucking flags. If you're a completionist yeah. and a hunter, you had to be a free running god to find all those all those like <laughs> fucking flags hidden all over all over the world, uh, and to hunt down all the all the uh, the Templars and stuff. It was a very great game, and I think the lore in the first one and the way they built that story up and kind of explained the world and the way it worked would work as like the first season of a show. Uh, the problem is, I think after uh, the show would work best in a format where it's very much like the games, where like it is like American Horror Story. Every season's a different character in a different era, telling his storyline out to a conclusion, move on to another person in that lineage. That's a great idea. That that's the only way yeah. it works for me. That that's that's the way that it works best for me because that that would have that would capture the heart and yeah, the feel you just of hit the game. It, man. That's that's yeah. the way to do it. I, for sure. I, I can yeah. see
2: the smirk on Derek's face where he's like, "Fuck yeah, bro!" Yeah.
1: <laughs> like 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 if if that bit of, if that bit of news gets announced, if they decide to do it as an anthology series in that way. I'm 100% on board uh, yeah. because short form, short form, it didn't work because it, it, it just couldn't get all that lore in there. And there's so much to explore. Yeah. And the, the thing with, with an anthology series is once you pl- explain that lore in the first season, you don't have to be, have a bloated second season where you're forcing that back in. That's already taken care of. People are coming back. because They, they like you did before you can, again, like they did with the later games, hyper-focus on those big moments and build the story up in, a, in an even more satisfying way and take it in new directions
3: like you're actually killing this right now like they should yeah, hire yeah. you is what I'm saying like this hey is, hey
2: Ubisoft, we'll, we'll, we'll clip this and tweet it at him uh <laughs> if you're, if you're, I mean you know if, if you're still here after all the southern and weeb bashing yeah, yeah, uh, hey, this yeah. is really the
1: let's <laughs> be honest no, there's, there's no, no weebs clip. in the, yeah let's be honest there, there's there's no weebs in the south you know what I mean like <laughs> <laughs> the, the saying is well, at least no, not no. admittedly the, they're the, not gonna the, come sa- out
3: and say it now they're well,
1: no like, there are the saying is the South gone. the saying is the South will rise again, not the South will watch Hentai on the sofa and come on their own lap. That's not how the saying goes, boys.
3: <laughs> but you can imagine <laughs> if it was.
2: Ooh, that came close to breaking. Yeah. That came close yeah, to that, breaking me.
1: That might have been that might have been walking the line there. That was some giant cash uh, shit. Another thing uh, I want to uh,
3: add before we get too far away, another thing you were saying about like what the first couple games did, right? Yeah. That I want to add. Is like making you question your decisions. Like, remember yeah. how every time you killed one of the Templars in the first one, mm-hmm. it's like you kill a Sultan or something because he yeah. has everyone sort of under his control. And yeah, he, he was, was having lavish parties like,
1: while people were, were starving.
3: Yeah, but yeah. his whole thing was like, all right, well, I've been feeding these people, and now who's going to feed them? Like, did you actually save a higher, like, you know, net amount of people? Yeah, just because it was the right thing to do. I thought like all those things were excellent because it was always like, oh, did I just do the right thing? Like, I kind of forgot about that aspect of it.
2: But you're right. Like they they every single time it was like a a gray morality question of like, you've killed me, but now no one's caring for the like the livestock or some shit. Like there was always some like there was always a very kind of. Yeah, there Sorry. was some kind of gotcha at the end to where you're like, you're like, oh, shit. All the right. Well, I'm I mean, gonna it am going to
3: play w- through the first couple ones now. Yeah. Dude, and,
1: and the, the twist. Is uh, no, replaced.
3: skip the first one. The, no, dude, don't. Go right to two. No,
1: no, because the thing is, like, one gets a lot of shit again because the mechanics aren't polished. But it is, I think, an incredible story. I think it's so good. And the twist, man, like the first time you played that twist at the end. Come on, dude. Come on.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I'm not going to play the first one, though. It was, <laughs>
1: it, it was so well received, even with its clunky mechanics, that we got the SEO trilogy
2: yeah. as a result. That's like, true. Uh, what did you guys think? Would... Of? I'm
3: just curious. What did you guys think of Revelations, the third of the Ezio trilogy? There was a big divide on that. I'm curious what you guys. Thought.
2: I liked it. That wasn't that one where he goes to like uh, the Ottoman Empire. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I I liked that one a lot again because I I really enjoyed Ezio as a character. I mean, he was he was so well fleshed out by the third game that I just anything he wanted to do, I was on board with. I was like, yeah, let's follow this guy around. Yeah. Is
1: that the one yeah. where they kind of flush out like God as, as a weird like. Const- like I'm trying to think. Like uh, there's so many that that I, it's I honestly... the one
3: where you go back and you play as like old man Altair. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's like a couple segments where you play as Altair again. I loved it. It's my favorite one, which is apparently blasphemy. I don't care. I thought the story in that one was incredible. I loved going back to play as Altair. There's literally a part where you play as him. He's like 80 years old, and you go back to the original assassin uh, uh, home base. Yeah. yeah. And he literally can't even climb walls anymore. He's so old. And you go up this ring and, like, there's this, this line of assassins that uh, are, like, ready to fight you. And you just parry them and you, like, disarm them and they just bow to you one by one. You're just, That's like, are 80-year-old so man fucking... just, yeah, like, dude. doing it's... just the right movement to, like, disarm them and, like, make your way. It's so fucking cool, man. It's uh, I gotta, so good. I gotta replay it. Yeah. It's been, it's yeah. Been, yeah. I
1: haven't played it since it first came out. So I honestly remember almost nothing about, about those
3: yeah yeah it's i'm gonna do it is, now it's decided i yeah. just want to do it now. i have goosebumps right now just thinking about that part it's so amazing i got a little goosies that's some gooseies um, here
2: i honestly did not expect us to spend that much time talking about it but it, it really did hit me in in, in the nostalgia there yeah. talking about those yeah. early games those early games especially i mean Fuck yeah, they were just fun. Um, and and now you know they like you said. I liked Origins, but let's be real; they're not really Assassin's Creed games anymore. They're just like open world RPGs. Like I, they don't like. There's none of the whole like, I don't know. None of the stealth kills ever really matter at a certain point that you just you can't do enough damage to even kill anybody with one shot, which makes no fucking sense. But whatever. I liked Origins. I thought it was a fun game. Uh, I dumped like seventy hours into that fucking thing. Like I, I genuinely. Enjoyed it, but it's it doesn't it's, it doesn't hold a candle to, nor is it anything like those original games. Yeah. So that's all
3: I put like twenty into it. both, and then basically got to the point that you're talking about, where like your uh, assassinations did like one tenth of their total. Yeah, game. it'll I'm do like, like a third dumb. of their health or some yeah. stu- stupid shit. You're like, I'm what? They're this. too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um. All right, so we have to we have to bitch about Twitch for a couple minutes. Ooh, only a couple minutes, just a couple. Yeah, and then we had, well, we're we're running long already, and we got two quick pieces of news, and then we have our Mandalorian review. So um there's two things, and this is actually a little older. It happened I don't know ten, ten, eleven days ago. Uh, Twitch started just hammering people with DMCA takedowns, and we, we didn't really cover it, but all of us stream uh, in some capacity, and I mean, you know, I, I had to I had to stop. I I always had song requests on on my channel. I had, to, I had to turn them off, and very quickly. Uh, set up their new fucking soundtrack piece of software, which admittedly works in a very neat way, but it sucks, you know, overall. I mean, it's a pretty limited quantity of music. Uh, And then they just, you know, so it's kind of gotten to this point where they were basically telling streamers, you know, people were like, how do we know? How do we know when you're done with these DMCA, you know, this one big wave and you kind of turn them back on that we're not going to get our channels deleted. You know, this is how we make a living, whatever. Uh, and they basically just said, "You know, delete your library," which is kind of fucking crazy to tell somebody who's yeah. devoted their their livelihood to making content to just wipe it the fuck out. Um, Scott, how do you feel about this? Uh Twitch well, is I a, know how you feel Twitch about it is a, is, take it away. Twitch
1: is a soulless conglomerate, like legitimately, like it it like it, it it is no surprise that it was bought out by Amazon that Jeff Bezos owns it because it is a soulless, joyless, endless grind. It's a vacuum where joy goes to die. And the problem is, streaming should be fun. It it should be, it should be a thing where you, you hop on, you don't have to, you don't have to stress. You come there as an escape from whatever the fuck's bothering you. What, like not everyone does it professionally. Not everyone can make that level, but for a lot of people, it is a creative outlet is, is a way that they make friends, especially now when everyone's under lockdown, It's a way that you, yeah. you branch out, like some of, some of the people that I, I'm probably the closest with, in know, in a weird way are people that I met through streaming that live in other countries across the fucking ocean. You know and I mean, yeah. and it's, it's, this is just another notch. Like it seems like every day streaming gets less fun. They find another way to take a little bit of joy out of it. If I, I I can't play a thirty second clip of I'm on a boat as for a bit, you know what I mean, without having to worry about getting my channel banned. Like yeah. every ounce of music I own, I paid for. Whether it's owning actual albums on iTunes or whether it's paying for Spotify, that's like pulling up to a fucking club and and like arresting people because they're dancing to music but they don't own the fucking album. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. If, you, if you're if you not doub- illegally downloading music, you should have the same rights to use it as you would at a house party or a business. If you want to charge us $5 more a month for a professional account, like the way that they handle like Spotify accounts through bars and restaurants and things like that, so many streamers would be on board. I'll pay 20 bucks a month. Just let me use the shit like with whatever you, to whatever, however you consider legally use it. Let me use it in that way. I don't mind paying more money. Just don't bust my fucking balls. Right. And, and decide to do it like two or three years into something where it hasn't been an issue up
3: until now. Sorry. Right. That was a rant. Yeah. Eric, how about you? That's uh, essentially how I feel about it, too. I, you know, I, I I, can't stand when a lot of people do this thing where they pretend like everything is so simple, where they just go like, why can't cell phones be free? They should just make them free. Like <laughs> I hate those like generalities. Really, though. I like that voice you made. There, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's but the voice like, for that person. Yeah.
3: Th- there's a way there's a way to do this, right? Like, and this is what I was thinking about earlier when I was thinking about like kind of like what I was gonna say tonight. Like, honestly, if you took uh, a, like a partnership between Twitch and Spotify, and you made Twitch streamers pay even fifty dollars a month to be able to broadcast what they're playing, and you only put the streamer in control of what they're playing, uh, you know, it, it it would more than cover whatever they had to pay in in um because essentially, like, you think about bars have to pay. Uh, something yearly to basically, um, have people cover songs and shit like that. Like th- there's just, there's a way to do it is my point. Like oh yeah, you could make Spotify absurdly expensive for like exactly some like pro account or like streamer account and people would, people would pay it. I would pay it, Yeah. uh, just to, it, it, because everybody wins, you get to like personalize your stream more, people get yep. to see the kind of shit that you're into more. Uh, Spotify makes more money Twitch makes more money it's like everybody wins but they just don't do it because they choose not to and we're talking about a company that's owned by literally the richest guy on the fucking planet so like what's the issue? I just don't understand something amenable could be thought of but it's just not happening and people are being turned off streaming like I'm getting more bored of streaming and I used to love it Uh, same with Scott it's just like something could happen here to make everyone more happy. And it's, I don't know, it's just not happening. I, I
2: have to, like, I have to imagine that most of the issue here is on with the RIAA. Like I have to imagine most of it because I mean, these are the archaic people who, instead of trying to figure out a way to monetize music, when Napster was first, you know, developed, they instead just tried to sue everybody like into the fucking ground. Like, You know, you have Metallica suing fans and shit, and that's obviously not the RIAA. but like all these people, instead of like seeing a problem and going, hmm, times are changing. This new medium is out. How can we adjust to this and still be profitable and still make smart decisions? Like, I've always been of the nature that if you allow me to get something that I want, I will pay for it. Like, but, you know, a lot of Napster was born from like they're not being a good way to do that until streaming services were invented. Yeah, and I, I get it. We're we're basically asking for someone to do all this hard work in the background and figure out a way to get it done. But with this, all the infrastructure is here. Like you guys just have to strike a fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like just, I think it's just the tech in me, the, the, the nerdy guy who like, likes to know how things work that I, cause like I've mentioned like four times that like the Twitch soundtrack software works in an interesting way. And it does the way it works is there's a, 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 for all of you who are out there that might be a streamer, there's a plugin for OBS or or Streamlabs. You download this Twitch soundtrack. It's basically like a Spotify player. Um, And then you, you have to do a little bit of configuration to where it like the way it's set up is that the, the music comes in through this uh, plugin and it doesn't record the music to the VOD. So whatever music is, there is licensed to be streamed, but not saved and replayed as like a video clip. Hmm. So it's it's so if I could listen back to those VODs, they're silent. Well, besides me talking like everything else, but the music is recorded and that's fine, too. Like, that would be fine. I wouldn't care about
3: that. because it's like a one off, a- like just while you're live. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like it's like the rights for those songs in that library are just to be streamed live and not to be replayed or, or something like I get, there's something weird with like music being clips that the RIAA really doesn't like for some reason. Yeah. I, I really don't fucking get it because one, no one's going into a, f- a fucking stream. Like you're going on the stream to watch someone play a game. You're not going in there to be like, Oh, I'm going to go part this music. Like I, what what the fuck is where's the mindset coming from that you think people are going to twitch to like steal fucking music can't wait to rip
3: this song and hear this asshole talk through the
2: entire thing it's it's like yeah I'm totally gonna plug my phone into my car and let a video play on my fucking cell phone's bandwidth so I can listen to the music in the background like that's so fucking insane of a thought process I can't even fathom uh I I don't have anything else to say about it I just it's fucking dumb um but we have another piece of annoying news to talk about too
1: oh yeah yeah um well I mean it, it just kinda it's it's a double dose of Twitch being absolutely fucking ridiculous. Uh they they launched a new bot that is let me see if I have if I can get the name here.
2: Oh, uh, oh just oh, just boy. take a guess because it, it, uh, it's really easy. Is it
1: please vote bot or
3: vote bot? <laughs> it's called oh, vote Jesus, bot. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They launched they launched uh, yeah. they launched a bot to encourage people to vote two fucking days before the election. This thing launched, I think, like
2: yesterday. Uh it launched yesterday, November
1: first. Yeah, like, like It's it's no surprise that a company that's owned by the richest guy in the fucking world doesn't want well-informed voters out there. Like, he'd rather have you be at home watching hentai tentacles or whatever the fuck your favorite streamer streams. Uh, It's, I don't know, man. It just, it seems like if if you were going to do it this late in the game, why even fucking bother? It's a slap in the face to anybody who would have maybe liked to help inform people or or remind people or get people encouraged to go out and vote and make a difference. Because like right now, like, I know we're not political, but there's a very big divide in this country. And the only thing you can do about it, unless you're willing to start throwing Molotov cocktails is to vote and let your let your voice be heard. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm also one of the mindset that Molotov cocktails are a great idea as a close second, but uh, <laughs> not pulling any punches, man. Burn it down, burn it down, burn yeah, it down, no, piss on the fire.
3: All I have to say about that is nothing has like inspired me to just begin like violent revolution like the line <laughs> don't lurk. On democracy. <laughs> yeah. <Holy laughs> shit. yeah. Who's what fucking intern came up with that? He's got to go. Don't learn. You know, the word that we use on this site. Oh, it's so bad. It's oh, you the mean the thing.
1: thing that doesn't count unless someone's active in your chat every 30 fucking seconds?
3: Uh, I, I would say the only thing that
2: could potentially, and you guys can vote on this. dude to there. The only thing that could be worse <laughs> right, well, than then. <laughs> don't work on democracy is vote, Pog. You lost me. I'm sorry. Vote, vote, pog, 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 champ. Nothing. All right. Fucking. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't okay. want to leave you hanging like this. I <laughs> yeah, don't... I really, I really have no idea what that is. I'm so sorry. It's not malicious. I'm, I just don't know. I'm using is. language that the kids use. <laughs> All right, fine. It, but, uh Yeah, no, it's it's fucking real dumb. And would you sorry, guys? Did you mean permit-
1: like pog, like fat ass white girl?
2: Is that what you mean? Because
1: I've. <laughs> i definitely watched those videos. Uh, P-A-W-G, no. people, bro.
0: Yeah.
2: People use Pog as just like slang on Twitch and it's Uh-oh. fucking dumb, but I happen to know what it is.
1: When I think oh, Pog, whatever. I think big white butt. <laughs> I think like the I think the OJ Simpson slammer I found at a, at a fucking flea market. I was gonna say
2: I think of slammers. I think <laughs> yeah. it's badass. Some yeah. of them yeah. are like ninja stars. This one's like a saw blade.
3: I had one it's when like I was a, like a six years old. It. it was like it was like translucent. Not translucent. What's the word? Like hieroglyphic and it, what's the word? It's not hieroglyphic either. Ho- I don't know. Holographic. Thank oh, yeah. there you go. And it was a skull, and like that high oh. that I had holding that, I will <laughs> never achieve ever again. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying every day, but I you, can't you, get there. Yeah,
2: that was... <laughs> holographic po- Holographic pog. Uh, hieroglyphic.
1: But, but yeah. <laughs> hierog- hieroglyphic <laughs> plague. To wrap up all the nonsense uh, that I, I could say about this, is the problem is that it's very clear that since... Twitch was uh, purchased by Amazon. It's not a priority. They're not making money on it. It's not their like their their money maker is clearly their prime services of which Twitch is like a, a very minor offshoot. If they care about it so little, they're like, "Yeah, free sub every month, buddy. Go ahead. We'll give yeah. you half. Right, right. We'll give you half of what you pay every month as like a little bargaining chip for somebody who will give a third of that, too." Uh it's just it's they don't give a shit, man. They they just don't yeah. like it, there, there's like, mixer has been gone for what, 4 or 5 months now. There's still no co-streaming. Uh, there's no uh, stream teams available for unpartnered streamers on Twitch. It's not a priority. They have the money and they have the resources to do things to improve the platform. And they're just consistently making it you're worse. Just not and, doing it. Yeah. And, yeah, there's, t- there's taking away the very few tools you have as an unpartnered streamer to have those moments where, where you feel like everyone's in on a private joke. You're having a good time. We all got to laugh that even you didn't know was coming. And you take that away. The more, the more you take away the ability to play music, integrate soundboards, where people don't have to pay real world money to use them. It's just it's it's bad, man. so it, it needs to go. Something else needs to take its place. It is the my space of streaming now. and we, and we need to <laughs> holy, we, we need to figure out what the what the Facebook of streaming is going to be in the next five years because streaming's not going anywhere. Uh, but it's just it's it, it it needs to it needs to evolve, man. instead of instead of taking things away, they need to give us more tools to use to make it more interactive yeah. and more engaging.
3: This angry. is our most bitter segment ever, I think, on the show. And I oh, love yeah. it. This <laughs> yeah. is like, oh, yeah. God, this um, is what I live for. If you'll
2: if you guys will permit me just just for a couple of seconds before we get into the next uh, couple bits of news here, uh, please, sincerely, again, we we're not. If you've paid attention, you could probably figure out which direction we all lean politically. But we're not. We, we try to actively avoid doing that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to do it now. Uh, I will just say, please go and vote. And I know everyone's telling you to fucking do it. Yeah. It is your civic duty as an American is the, the best way you can make your voice heard is the best way to exercise your freedoms as a, a person in this country. Please go vote. It's very important. I don't care who you vote for. I mean, I do, um, but I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Uh,
3: yeah, I am. And, and you should vote for just one of us. Any of us, really.
1: Yeah. Phil, just put us,
3: put us in on the ballot fill, fill yeah. it in all three of us really just actually actually you know, I, 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 w-
1: I would just like to say yeah. maybe 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 do a maybe do a fill-in for andrew garfield since nobody wanted to fucking vote for him in the actual <laughs> maybe Whoa, maybe get, maybe you can get a redemption round you know and vote for the best spider-man same callback uh th-
2: this might be this might be a, a feeling that only i have and i someone might get mad at me for it also don't go vote third party <laughs> You just said you were
1: gonna tell me who to vote for.
2: Yeah, yeah you're fucking <laughs> that, that, right. Not. That, that
1: lasted 30 <laughs> seconds.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. I, it's not really. That's not political because I'm not telling anyone my view on. Some, well, no, yes, no, I, no, I am, no it's 100 political. Yeah, you're you're right. At this point so, in the so, fucking game, so, it's a
3: wasted vote. So I, okay, so I <laughs> uh, can't say that either.
2: You should fucking I, at, at <laughs> just, just listen. Listen. Just, you, just, you've just broken the vote only rule we have for.
3: besides no comment. Vote Mickey Mouse. We'll still love you. We're happy to have you. Yeah.
1: You've broken the only rule we have besides no come in the title of the episode. So this this, this episode is just called come. Yeah, it's gotta I d- be
3: called I, d- cum, I, d- I decree uh, it's come. We broke one, it's gotta break the other one, yeah. yeah. Can it be like I decree, comma, come? That d- way it's not just the word come. Like, like, episode no, 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 six, no, no. I the, decree
2: The title is cum. the title
1: is just the word come. No. <laughs> <No. laughs> you know, yeah, I okay. would just. Now episode- it's
2: come. <laughs> Okay, episode six. Just the word come. I got you. Oh okay. no, no, that can't be it. That's I'm, not. good. I can't be yeah, cum. Yeah, Goddammit. Yeah. No, um, uh um, but yeah, again, again,
1: also, uh, uh, again, I I can't stay. I cannot lightly jest about this strongly enough. Uh, a Molotov cocktail, close second, guys.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can make napalm a, a Styrofoam cocktail. and motor oil. I'm just saying. Oh, and look at this segue, boys. Speaking <laughs> of political news, John Stewart has a new show. Coming to so here's so the first half of this statement is really good, so John Stewart is going to have a new show talking about the events that are going on. The second half of this statement is the bad part, which is that it's coming to the Apple streaming s- service so poo poo
0: yeah I mean, I,
2: like there's there's
1: there's like I guess I gotta have Apple TV now, like I don't know what the fuck, like I'm not not gonna watch that. I'm just going to I'm just going to, like, legitimately double down on the fact that we should all pick specific things to pay for every month and just share a fucking like it's God damn it.
2: It's so, yeah, I mean, cycle. I'm yeah, I'm absolutely not signing up for the Apple. Was it was it called Apple TV? Apple, no, it's not Apple TV, Apple Plus or some shit. I, fucking
0: I, don't, I,
1: I don't I can't even keep track.
3: Oh, wait, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I must have like had like slipped into a coma for a second. Is this a new streaming service? it's literally called apple tv plus so oh, we were i was God. right
2: and wrong oh, at the same time we were both kind of right it's it's been out <laughs> we, it's we been, been out for a while that. uh derek there's there this service has been out for a little while i think it launched before disney plus did and the reason it's had almost zero programming that has been must watch stuff so I, I don't know this, that's this probably is why the, i
3: haven't heard of it
2: exactly <laughs> it's got that this, one show the, at, at least to me, this is the first piece of content coming to these the service that I feel like I have to watch. I love Jon Stewart and like everything he's ever done, like movies. Of course, The Daily Show was like, uh, you know, by the time that show got off air, it was so fucking dialed in and on the money every fucking night. It was hilarious. It was also poignant and heartfelt. Uh, Stewart has got this incredible knack to like speak to you and like he'll start off with a joke and you're laughing and then by the end of it. You're like, oh, oh I, sh- I should. Yeah, I should care about these things. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, uh, besides knowing that he's got a new series coming and it's going to talk about current events, we don't really know much else. But it's going to be an hour long show tackling a single topic each week. It almost sounds like he was like, hey, John Oliver left and did this, but he's not doing it good enough. So I'm going to come back and oh, fucking no. make a show. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> uh, uh, I-, I don't know. I, okay, let me, let me let me just say, like, I th- the fact that he's, like, releasing them at his own pace, apparently, I think is cool. Like, yeah. there's no deadline. It's just whenever he comes up with the material, he just does it. I think that's super cool. That being yeah. said, like, I know as, like, a 30-something dude, I'm supposed to, like, idolize Jon Stewart. I really don't. Not that I, like, dislike him. I Fair. just never got into it. I understand what you're saying, that he has this ability to, like, hook you in with a joke. And where you're laughing one second, all of a sudden you're just like honed in and listening to his message. And he does say very important things. But I just never really got into The Daily Show. Um, That being said, everything that's come after him, like the uh, uh, last week tonight with John Oliver, is just unbearable. I can't stand. I don't know what it is. There's some quality to that show that just fucking gives me this like actual, like physical, biological, like measurable anger like i don't know i don't know if it's john oh oliver himself or the <laughs> format i'm just like shut the fuck up john I mean, he's just, like, like i don't you, know what it's not what he's saying he's saying important things I just to that. interject i love last week today yeah same <laughs> I you're like you're,
2: like, you're, like, like, you're I, like
3: breaking my heart right now. i never would. I imagine. was watching it
2: right before we came up to do
3: the podcast i'm so <laughs> sad that you feel this way yeah dude, and the, like, I, the, when i see john oliver and other stuff i'm like Shut up. I think it's just him. I think it's like he has this ratty face. His face sucks. His face is awful. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Maybe I should stop. I feel like I'm devolving here. Anyway, I, I'm happy Jon Stewart's back in the game. All right. Good for you, John. Overtake the other John. I can't stand him.
1: Oh my God. Um, how do you
3: feel about it, Scott?
1: Uh, I mean, I remember back when Jon Stewart was about to start hosting The Daily Show. And before that, it was like Craig Kilborn, who was like one of the most unbearable, unlikable people I'd ever seen on TV. Yeah, what's that
2: about? He's the guy that I can't fucking yeah, stand.
1: Like, like yeah, he's was, terrible. Yeah, he he always just plays a dick, and uh, everything he's actually cast in, which I think was literally just Wedding Crashers or or no, old school. Yeah, like, he's, he's like fucking the natty, fucking the natty in the bathroom. Like, hey man, got ga- You know what I mean? Like, but I feel like I feel like he's cast <laughs> in those roles because that's who he actually is. And that's who always who he was on The Daily Show. Uh, and, and when John Oliver took over, like, at first it was, like, this slapstick thing where he's, like, out in the field reporting on stuff for, like, the adverts for it, and somebody catches on fire, and he screams, fuck, and they bleep it. It was, like, this lowbrow kind of a continuation of what Craig Kilburn had done at first. And over the years, you watched him kind of evolve and take on this moral, what well, felt like a moral obligation to be the voice of a generation in a lot of ways. And I know you probably, like, you probably will scoff at that in, in some aspects, Derek, as somebody who maybe, like, wasn't, it, like...
3: Didn't have anything to say. Didn't. Right. I, I, was, I was listening.
1: I was in I, I felt Douchey saying that, so I was like, oh, he, "Defensive, I was, guy. I, was, I was like, "He's gonna say something. He 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 deserves to say something." Uh, <laughs> but he really, he really like. I felt like he spoke to me and and spoke to a lot of things that like I was also infuriated about. Like in an, in an, at a time period where I was too young to affect political change to even vote. There was a guy out there calling out all these old dusty dinosaurs who had no who gave no fucks about the future of our country. And I feel like in the time since he's left. Like, you watched him o- over the period of that show, like, from, from when he took over to when he left, become this person who was deeply involved in politics, knew his shit. Every person who came on, he had clearly read more than the fucking synopsis of the book and was able oh, to yeah. engage, not not just, like, like be there, but engage in a conversation with them and ask them hard-hit questions. And, like, and through, through his interviews, you got a better understanding of what the topic was, whether you were versed in it or even familiar with it at all. Uh, and... Like like to see the world the way it is now, it's hard to believe that if he had still been on television doing things the way he did them. That people would have have kind of fallen off and be, and been apathetic about about voting. Even I feel like him him being on television could have probably altered the course of the of the last election. Like like not not to like overplay it. I'm not saying Daddy Stewart is is you know the king of politics or anything like that. But
2: a voice. Uh, uh, I I enjoyed very much uh watching him go on like fox shows yeah like the the interviews he's done with fox and and again it's it's such a stark contrast to today where like that's like unheard of for you know like there's one side and the other and they don't co-mingle and you know you know my political views aside like it's important like the whole point is is to compromise like you make decisions based on everybody's needs and wants and you make a plan that works for everybody and you know He used to do that. He would go on and talk to Bill O'Reilly, who's a piece of shit scumbag. But at the time, we didn't know all the really bad shit he did. We just knew he was kind of an asshole. We just knew Uh, it deep
3: down, far in.
2: Yeah, just deep down. You knew he was a bag of shit, but we didn't have proof yet. How's that? The evidence hadn't come out. So he would go on that and he would go on like Tucker Carlson and he would speak. So, you know, what? it was almost like looking up to somebody because he he, he spoke so eloquently and he got to his points in such a, a very articulate way. But also a funny way, but also a very well informed way. That it was like, uh, it, it was it was awesome watching him work. It was like I was watching. I could I see the fucking gears turning in his head as he was talking, and it was just uh, it was really, really good. I, I still watch. Sometimes I'll just fall into a fucking YouTube rabbit hole of like old John Stewart interviews, and it's glorious.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean he he definitely worked in a lot of ways to try to like bridge that gap. You know what I mean? It's like like uh, like I mean you you have like a lot of people who are like sat I guess satirical, like, I don't know, like, I don't, know you, yeah. I don't know if you consider Bill Maher, but I would consider Bill Maher an uppity cunt. You know what oh, I mean? I'm I, may, I, 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 may, I may agree with with some of the things that Bill Maher says, but the way he says them makes me want to disagree with him every single time. And Jon Stewart found a way to, like, to make you think about things and not tell you what you should think, but to make you, like, he would present things in a way that did feel very uh, bipartisan. He would, he would, yeah. he, he would mock uh, the, you know, the, the, Hi- hypocrisy of politics on both sides of the fence. I felt uh, it definitely yeah. was very heavy left leaning uh, as far as po- like policy and things like that. But he he did try to try to try to you know extend the, uh, the olive branch. You know what I mean? Even if he was met with yeah. a blowtorch on Fox News every fucking time, he still went back out there. Uh, yeah. And he would go on, on interviews where he was knew he was going to get beat up, and he would take a beating and stand his fucking ground. And in a lot of ways, I think almost always come out the victor. Um, I, I think I think there's definitely a place. Uh, for him on TV again. I think it's it's kind of there's kind of been a void since he left.
2: Yeah, I agree. I I don't think anyone who came out of his show has successfully filled that void. I I, Colbert is great, but he just does regular late night now. He's not even that satirical character now, I think would be like too much (laughs) to You'd be like, all right, buddy, there's enough ridiculous characters on TV.
3: I, I can't. Uh, that's one fucking- that actually I couldn't stand. Like, not that like Stephen Colbert is clearly a, a just powerhouse of intelligence. He's a very articulate dude. Very well read guy. Well versed guy. Um, it was just annoying. Like it, it felt like it was a gimmick on uh, the Daily Show that they just stretched out. into I mean, how long was he on the air? I don't know. It, it, I, I never got into I, I couldn't get into Colbert. Even John Stewart, one thing that I did want to add when you were talking around Scott, I didn't want to interrupt, is that you're right. Uh, it, it's very noticeable that like whenever he would have a guest on that, you know, wrote a book or something, it was so clear that he, uh, you know, didn't have prompts that his producer was like, make sure you ask this and that. Like he read the book. He right. read the fucking book in and out and understood it and is now like, you know, digesting it with the author um which is you know i i think that's admirable i think that's a uh you know a good dude thing i guess he he also and, and this is the last point on me because we're kind of belaboring the point
2: of saying like yes please let's watch his new show uh but mean, up you know, to know, blow what, him
1: like, like well yeah i was gonna say i was <laughs> gonna say so reverse glory bj hole, just is all like around eight mouths on the side and only one dick
2: he's definitely john got a stewart? gray bush too and i'm okay with it <laughs> episode six john stewart glory hole <laughs> Ooh, I don't know that's a good reverse, reverse, reverse a, glory hole maybe I don't know reverse glory hole um, the last thing I will say is that he he also had a habit of not letting people get away with it so obviously he and, and by that I mean he he very often had a lot of politicians on his show and if you go back and hear any of those interviews he would ask a very specific question like how is your you know tax plan going to affect I don't know single mothers or something and they would pivot and say some other shit and he'd be like no so, okay, that's fine. But what I asked you was, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he was very good at like, I would imagine there were a lot of politicians back then that were like, yeah, I don't want to go talk to him because like, I, I can't answer what he's going to tell me. It answers answer questions. questions. Um, all right. Sloppy BJ's all five out of five sloppy BJ's for yeah. John Stewart. Yeah. Five, um, five out of five hungry mouths awaiting that gray bush. <laughs> oh, no. That might be
1: that might be too far. <laughs> <laughs> They're metaphorical mouths. The gray bush is probably real.
2: Oh, can we? Oh, (laughs) hungry mouths for John Stewart! Like there has to be some way to
3: work that into a fucking title. Hungry Uh, mouths for John Stewart. That sounds sounds like a charity. (laughs) Twenty twenty. Hungry (laughs) mouths for John Stewart. Twenty twenty for John Stewart. Twenty twenty. (laughs) No. No? Oh, it's so good. I I
2: want a bumper sticker. This is hungry mouths (laughs) for John Stewart. Twenty (laughs) twenty. I first will, piece of merch, man. I will order you one, <laughs> just one. Uh, <laughs> we have be the one only- more thing, and this is probably we're going to try to keep this quick because we have to get to our Mando stuff. Is uh, they're making a Save by the Bell reboot, and I know it feels like out of left field, but fuck it. I, the trailer was weird, and I wanted to talk about it. So it's premiering Wednesday, November twenty fifth on Peacock, which I guess is NBC's fucking streaming service. Uh, yes, it is NBC streaming service, and uh, they're you know they're doing a like a relaunch it's not a reboot
3: because like slater's in it and some of the parents and did you guys watch this trailer uh i was gonna say i'm embarrassed because this is the second time this happened on the show i missed that somehow i did not watch so tell us about it chris what's tell us about the trailer (laughs) well did you watch it too scott yeah i watched (laughs) (laughs) that's
2: not the same thing you see how that's not the same thing right let um, me. I'm uh, just gonna say. I'm gonna say 30 seconds, and then you can say 30 seconds, and then we'll move on because that's all. That's all this even deserves. At at a, at at the most, it deserves that. Uh, the only reason I put it in this doc is because the concept sounded bad. I thought the trailer was gonna be like the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. And surprisingly, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. It was just like the second worst thing I've ever seen. So it was still bad and I'm still not going to give a single shit about it. But there were a couple there were a couple quick witted jokes in this trailer that I didn't hate. I I don't know. I feel very conflicted because I feel like I'm going to hate this. But the trailer did not make my insides burn with rage like I anticipated they would. But I assume you hated it, (laughs) Scott.
3: So take it away. Sounds like he's uh, hating it currently. <laughs> hating it live with Scott last name.
0: I just I, like. Like, what, what
1: was
3: that? Yeah.
0: What was the morning show that Mario Lopez did for a
1: while? Didn't he do like 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 something with like fucking Al Roker or some shit?
2: Oh, he
3: did shit. I don't fucking know. I'm, I'll I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm be Jamie. I'll be Jamie. I'll,
1: I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I literally was on IMDb looking up wh- like what he's done recently. I'm trying to figure yeah. out. I'm trying to figure out what do spent all that, all that like, network TV money on? Like, how much cocaine did Mario Lopez do that he needs to do a Saved by the Bell <laughs> reboot?
0: Wait, for, is in for, it? for Peacock, in. yeah, him.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Him, him, oh, and the dude yeah.
1: played Zach. And the only thing I'll say is, I would pay to see a, a live action version of, of Zach Morris's trash set in the modern day. I don't want to see a, a live action Saved by the Bell. Like, I don't, don't want to see a reboot. I don't care. I, I didn't care about Saved by the Bell then. I would watch. I would watch a reality show about Screech in prison. Give me that. Oh, uh, I had some. Call, call it Shank and Screech. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you hire you hire one. Like it's it's a reality show, but you hire like one guy who's like a legitimate criminal in there who has to like get Screech alone and kill him at some point, Among Us style. And Screech has to try to figure out who it is. And like at the end of every every episode, he gets to he has to pick somebody and vote him out. And if they're not the person, he goes back in with like the other nineteen inmates. And it's like, oh, fuck.
2: Oh, fuck. Which one is it? I, I love this idea. Yeah. Uh, Shank and Screech also, coincidentally, is like one of the mobs that gives you a quest and brill at like level six. <laughs> level so I don't fucking he's he's like the guy outside the graveyard is Pe-
1: like, oh, yeah. Shank and Screech. I've got a lot of heavy pitches today, like Netflix. Come at me for the AC stuff. Yeah, you've uh, got those like <laughs>
3: early '90s cocaine fueled pitches that like yeah. really work yeah. in the got, moment if you're I, on cocaine as well.
1: I have to, I have to apologize. <laughs> well, luckily for me, every executive running at, running the shows at Peacock right now probably does nothing but cocaine. Uh, <laughs> but
3: yeah, they named their network Peacock.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. Like, that's one of those. Like, I just did a line and I'm gonna scream it, and so everyone's just gonna be like, "All right, yeah," because they're just waiting for their turn to do a line. They don't care. They don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> This show makes it sound like I do a lot of cocaine. I don't do cocaine, guys. I have family listen to this. I don't do cocaine, guys. This is just that ADHD. Scott,
2: Scott's very animated and he's very passionate. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that
1: my and last. We're worried bar
3: about him, honestly. <laughs> but we're I, not I, there yet.
1: At my last bar job, I had one of my managers. One of my managers, <laughs> 100, 100. I went all Mike Tyson. I <laughs> Tyson on you guys. what 100. Now kiss. what 100, thought that I had been doing cocaine. Oh, uh, like he definitely thought I was coked up all the time, but I legitimately am just this as a like, person. No, all the time. I'm just insane.
3: This is just who I am as a yeah, person, deep it's, down it's, and it's, far. Re- in.
1: It's really hard being me, guys. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to look in the mirror. <laughs> uh,
2: Jesus, I'm kidding.
1: Uh, I mean, i have staring. i been staring at my own image on the webcam for hours, and I'm not flinching. So I think I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh got I, I don't know, man. It's just. Like again, again, sh- Shank and Screech, just get at me. Like it's it's the only, it's the only Saved by the Bell follow up we need, really. I want to see, I want to see how Dustin Diamond's doing. Uh, wh- how, like what he's sne- what he's boofing in prison. Like I got, I got questions. <laughs> do they answers. actually
3: die? Like when they get like voted off, do they actually? No, die? no, no. They they just leave.
1: No, no one who's there, no one who's there to, to like be an. The the, the the thing is like, there's only one actual murderer in there. All the rest of them are actors looking for their big break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh so, shit. So like, okay. so like they're all in there like trying to like over it. Like they want their big moment because like. When, when you get voted off, you get this dramatic monologue you're allowed to give to the camera <laughs> for, you, for your for like your roll tape to like bitch to producers. But then also like there's, okay. a, there's like a fake stage of death like where you like get electrocuted by the chair or you get lethal injected and they get this like crazy monologue that, that they get to like <laughs> ch- they get to choose like they get to work with Aaron Sorkin or whatever the fuck his name is What's his name Aaron Aaron Sorkin a- Aaron Sorkin like or, or like somebody else that they idolize and they get this beautiful moment for their fucking. Their, their- <laughs>
3: Whatever the fuck. So they're, they they're acting tough the whole time, but then when it's their moment, they do this like effeminate Shakespearean like <laughs> yeah, yeah. trying what to like, they, sell it. Well, they, 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 they get, like, <laughs> they get to choose it. Contrast.
1: They can go, they can go total sling blade, which I wouldn't recommend right now in the PC culture. Oh <laughs> no. no. <laughs> they can go full sling blade. They can go like Jerry Maguire monologue. They can do anything they want. Like they just have to like They you go Green Mile. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> which 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 one though? Because like some of those aren't good either. <laughs>
3: oh well, fair some of those it's are a little nice
1: and then and i think it's too <laughs> but yeah that's that's my pitch that's that's my elevator pitch
2: uh 10 out of 10 yeah would watch that's very good. Uh, also <laughs> another contender for potential because i love alliteration so <laughs> yeah. shank and screech episode six title maybe, that's, maybe. That's yeah
3: that's not, that's 100 <laughs> percent.
2: episode six shank and screech um okay so we have our our main topic for the for the day night and, and I do I do have to be a negative is.
3: Nancy here and say I only have time for one I can't I can't do that at this point we've we've got oh, no, no, no. we're only doing Mando okay, we're, we're right, running yeah. very long yeah, right yeah. now
2: yeah. Um, and normally I wouldn't care but I still have to mix this tonight so uh, we're going to talk about Mandalorian in two seconds I will just say really quickly uh, a couple things one if you have any questions comments or corrections uh, hashtag ask TCN on Twitter hit us up say what's up say hello um, if we're really wrong about something which is probably true every episode. Uh, <laughs> hashtag fuck TCN and let us know, and we can talk about it. You can also email us at questions at the cynical nerd dot com. Uh, you know we're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're on Twitter. We're on we're on fucking Facebook, and that's it.
3: We're so there, by everywhere, I was a fucking liar. Ask T as in pterodactyl, C as in scent, <laughs> N as in pneumonia. <laughs> Right, pterodactyl set pneumonia. I thought, that's I thought pneumonia started us.
2: with P. It yeah. does, but we're gonna gloss past <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that was so uh, right. that's actually a, that's actually a correction. You can send
3: in. It also starts with this. <laughs> uh,
1: I would also like to say, if you
2: are a furrier or a
1: weed that's been offended uh, by anything I've said today, please email me your address and phone number so I can hunt you down. <laughs> like your name's Sarah, like, like your name's Sarah Connor in a Terminator movie. <laughs> I'm looking for purpose and in the inevitable civil war that's to follow this week, uh, the the dumb apocalypse, if you will, the darkest timeline, the dumbest timeline. Uh, I like Fetch Quest, man. I want, I want to come collect
2: some skulls. Let's do it. Just start up another game of Death Stranding, then. Oh, God. <laughs> Got him. Oh, all Yailed right. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. And no, there's no. We're not going to stay in on ceremony here. Uh, Scott, I want you to go first. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so episode, I'll set the stage yeah, for you. Yeah, episode yeah. one, season two of the Mandalorian called The Marshal, which introduced a couple things to us. Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth. Um, Com- who is Combanth. the, the Cobb Kith. Uh, <laughs> he's wearing, he's wearing <laughs> corroded Boba Fett armor that he got from Jawas. He's running a small town on Tatooine off the fucking grid. Uh, they have a very specific problem to deal with. And we also get, we get a lot of things in this episode. Um, and I, I won't do anything else. You can, I'll, I'll let you. You sure you want me your to go first? Thoughts. Absolutely. Right. I really do. Um, heavy spoilers. Uh yeah, he- heavy
1: spoilers, but really though, did anything happen really? Yeah. Did anything happen at all in the entire fucking episode? I'm sorry. Uh oh, th- th- there's, okay. there's there's a lot of things here to like. I'll start
3: with the things oh, I that, love this. I love this. I'll I'll st- oh my god.
1: I'll start with I'll start with uh the things I liked about it. Uh Timothy Olyphant, we talked about this literally last week is always a joy. Uh yeah. I understand why they they were in a rush to show his beautiful face because he is just the chiseled, he's a, adonis a man. Uh, I let him spit in my
3: mouth. Yeah, he's excellent. Yeah, he's yeah, like like man. like
1: Timothy Oliphant isn't on my top five. Like my, my friend's top five scenario. You know what I mean? But if Timothy, Timothy Oliphant hit on me. I might tumble for him, guys. I'm not saying I'd him, but I might top. I don't know.
2: Uh, <laughs> hungry
3: mouths <males> for <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> we got plenty no. of hungry mouths for plenty of hot draying <laughs> actors on the cynical nerd. Yeah. Uh...
1: Like Timothy Oliphant is is incredible. Uh, I again like just seeing Baby Yoda on screen was a joy. Yeah, uh, He was he was not in the episode a lot, but we're, we're, like the second I saw him, I was just like, oh man, you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah, dude. Every time yeah, they show him, it's like I'm seeing a picture of a different puppy I've never seen before. Like, how does that affect <laughs> me every fucking time? I don't time? understand
2: how every single time I see him. I'm sorry to interject so early. Like they put him on the speeder bike, and I'm like, oh my god, look how cute yeah, he is yeah, on I the speeder god, bike. Look, like every like, situation, like, it's better than like, the last. Like he's he's so cute, you just want to
1: like. Like, you you would want to, like, even though you know it's a doll, if you saw that thing on set, you would hold it like it was a real baby. You'd be, like,
3: nervous yeah, to pick yeah. it up, like, you gently would, like, it's so fucking cute. Yeah, don't want to break its ribs, so you real soft grab it and yeah, just lift yeah.
1: it up. It's weird because there's a grown man's hands in it, but you're still, like, just trying to breastfeed it. It's <laughs> so cute.
3: Uh, so, there's a grown
2: man using Yoda's bottom like a glory hole, so. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Just,
1: uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, Um. I thought, I thought, the uh, the crate dragon pearl was a cool touch because in canon they can be used to build lightsabers. It is rumored that they are kyber crystals that are polished in the same way that pearls are created in an oyster. I thought that was a really cool little subtle nod there. John Liguizamo, yeah. although his voice wasn't quite as recognizable as I would prefer as the the alien in the beginning that's at the fight who like like you know, tries to betray Mando. I thought that was a really cool, interesting. Kind of have John Leguizamo in there. Totally almost, did not know. I this. almost
2: I, I thought I, I thought it was John Favreau. I thought it was the director. I thought no, it was it. John Favreau.
1: No, it's, it says John Leguizamo on the, the, the Really? The, yeah, the credits, yeah. That that right. that's why I was like fuck.
2: Cuz like e- I I believe you, but while you continue talking I'm verifying what you just said. Oh yeah, said. Dude. <laughs> by, by, um, if if I'm,
1: if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong,
2: uh I I don't know. I guess I guess I guess I'm, I'm first Could- What's up? Continue. All right, um, continue, sir. I was gonna make another. Oh, you're, he's fucking right, yeah.
1: Gore Koresh. Woo! All right, yeah, if I'm right, I was gonna say I'm the first up at the glory hole, but <laughs> yeah, you, you got a little <laughs> sweaty <me>. there. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> that, thing's, that thing's drained by the time I get to it. Uh,
2: Gore, our buddy Gore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, having said that, this just felt like a direct to DVD Netflix Tremor sequel to me. I didn't give a shit at all. Like, like you're gonna put you're gonna put Timothy Oliphant in that armor. And, ha- and have him wear it for yeah, five man. fucking seconds of the entire episode. Like, I get it, I, I, I get it, but also I don't get why the fuck Mando gives a shit. If they wanted to have, like, the whole point of this episode was for them to build that bond, because clearly Cobb Vance is going kind to of become a recurring character, because if you have Timothy Oliphant on the payroll, why the fuck aren't you going to milk that cow? I get it. Why the fuck aren't you
3: going to milk Timothy Oliphant? am I right? Uh, yeah. But, uh... Are you sure you're not first in line <laughs> at the glory hole?
2: I'd milk that cow if by cow you meant Timothy (laughs) Oliphant, (laughs) hog. And by milk you meant suck his dick. Okay. This is. (laughs) (laughs) Our position on Timothy Oliphant is unanimous, by the way. (laughs) Listeners, (laughs) we would all suck
3: his dick gladly. (laughs) Uh, Gladly. I'm sorry to derail you.
1: No, it's okay. Um, it just it like i don't i don't care about the crate dragon i don't i don't really i don't particularly care about about this this little piece. like i understand why they did it it's an exciting action set piece it's always cool to have the big creature moment in, in a star wars movie but those are usually passing moments it's usually like we're passing to the planet core and there's like fucking eight giant fucking things or oh we're in an asteroid but this this asteroid's also a giant sock puppet like or an oven mitt with with teeth <laughs> like those moments are always cool and passing it's like oh cool that was a that was an interesting little little bit they did there when you drag yeah. it out over an entire episode, the entire time of thinking, when the fuck is this going to end? Because if they wanted to build that relationship, that bond between Cobb, Vanth, and Mando, which is clearly all the episode is really about, there's hundreds of other ways they could have done it that could have pushed forward the overall narrative in a way that would have been more interesting instead of it being another one-off where it feels like we're dragging our feet and it's kind of like filler. That they could have accomplished the same thing in an episode that didn't feel like so much was just a self-contained story and now that it's over, why do we care? Like, why, why do we care about this town aside from the fact that Timothy Olyphant lives there like, why, why do we care that Mando wants his armor back? I don't give a shit about any of that. I care about Cobb Vanth as a character, but also seeing, also, like, the way that the episode was pieced together really was frustrating me because you, you open up with Mando with this, this kind of a cool, I get why they did it that way because we haven't seen him, we haven't seen him in, in months, but the choreography in that first fight felt really hacky and amateurish to me compared to, like, like, when we talk about the scene from The Witcher and even combat sequences from the first season of Mando, I thought, were way better shot and just the choreography was way more believable. Um, God, I, I lost it for a second there. Um, yeah, but, but but then also I, having having us, once we've already met Cobb Vanth and, saw, and seen him outside of the helmet, we get the flashback of him, like, finding the armor, his entire backstory. And at that point, it's like, I would have rather watched that from the start and saw him as Timothy Olyphant and then see, and then have him in that armor for the rest of, of the episode until maybe, like, a moment. You know what I mean? Like, have him be ha- have him, like, maybe... The narrative is that people actually think he is a Mandalorian. They're not. They're not. All aware that he's where there's just a guy cosplaying as one. Maybe they all think he's Boba Fett. And that's why they listen to him. He's not just cosplaying as a Mandalorian. That to me was a missed opportunity, a misfire on every possible level. And that that said, it's still it's still great show. Looking forward to next week.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you? I mean, yeah. uh,
1: there's no way that no, there's no way next week we could drop the ball as hard as this one did. and and, and, and throwing throwing in boba fett as a last as the last shot of the episode they were like we got to give him something we gave him nothing all fucking episode
2: i it's i'm having okay
3: hang on chris chris you you definitely have the most to say let let me just get my tiny little load out let me just get my dollop out right before you start never mind never mind you go ahead i'll save it all right it's very simple it's very short it was not great but it was good it was like felt like something kind of unimportant was happening that they stretched out i agree with that um but they had that in season 1 too this the the episode where he's like um saving the town from the um atat like i mean yeah. it's 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 not like this this new concept the fact that they stretched this episode out to be like a little longer than most was a little like all right that didn't seem necessary and i did get bored in the middle I actually watched it as soon as I got home from work and somewhere in the very middle of it, I actually started to nod out. So I had to like sit up to watch it. But I thought the ending was was great. Um, I thought them flying around in the jetpacks and fighting the the fucking dragon was like I, I had that like childlike wonder, like, oh, my God. It was like, you know, you have these dreams where you like fucking slinging around as Spider-Man and it's like this like wondrous, awesome experience. That's what it felt like. And you wake up and there's cum everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. No, you actually wake up and you don't come because you're like, oh, I'm in real life where I'm just a fat guy that has to go (laughs) work a job all the time. This is a nightmare. Um, But uh, uh, I actually thought the direction they went with Timmy Olfitt was great because he literally looked like a guy cosplaying, which is essentially what he was. I thought it worked. The armor didn't even fit him. Um, That's it. I'm just saying it, it was it wasn't great, but it was definitely good. It's a good opener to the season. And I'm pumped for the rest of it. It, it, it definitely uh, it fluffed me. It got me hard and I'm ready to come. Well, OK, so we're basically Goldilocks and the three bears here because you didn't like it. You're you thought it was good, but
2: I, it's more complicated than that because I had some problems with it, too. So I'm only like slightly more stoked on it than Derek is. But still, we're basically the Goldilocks and the three bears here. Um, I, I some of the points you made, I can't fathom how you made them. Really? And you heard me. I my mouth to say that, and I and I love you, but it felt like your cynical meter was turned up just to be shitty about it. Mm -hmm.
3: Like you, you this is great. Oh my (laughs) god, you guys are turning on each other. Fuck yes, for the first time. (laughs) Yes, I think was going to be happy about this. Yeah. So,
2: so you bitched about like the fucking Boba Fett armor the whole time. was like it was just something they were giving us to like, oh look at this thing, and then the Boba Fett reveal at the end was like they're just going to throw it in there. The the Mando armor. They did that to introduce that they're about to bring Boba Fett back. Like, they're yeah. like, oh, we're going to bring him back. So let's show you. Mm-hmm. Look, let's mm-hmm. show you how he escaped the Sarlacc pit because here's his armor and it's corroded. And look at this guy. Yeah, I 100% agree. He's cosplaying as Boba Fett. It's supposed to be apparent because he walks in and he's this big, tall, scrawny guy. It looks like the armor doesn't fit him. It's because it doesn't. We're all supposed to go, oh, shit, that's not Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really toy with you very long. He goes, oh, look, I'm Timothy Oliphant. Would you like to suck my big hog? <laughs> That that was that, that was his his like, oh, my God, that that line of
1: dialogue. Opening was, line. Yeah, it was yeah.
2: so breathtaking. Yeah. And, and, and then he and I also I like none of us disagreed about this. I thought Cobb Vance character was written fantastically because yeah. he like he could have been written so one dimensionally and been like the standoff dickhead about the armor. But he was like, you know, it was so it was just the whole scene was just cool. He's like, look, I yeah. get it. You're probably not happy to see me in the armor. uh You know, one of us is going to die. And then, you know, luckily that didn't fucking happen. Uh because he was just a joy. Their whole their whole team up to take down the crate dragon. The crate dragon was not only was the pearl a nice nod, but the actual entire way they killed the trait dragon, crate dragon, was a callback to, I think, Knights of the Old Republic. Um or Kotor, not uh, yeah, Knights of the Old Republic. Uh they you kill a crate dragon the same way in the fucking video game with Explosives under the belly, and I totally fucking forgot about it until I was looking up like Easter eggs in the fucking episode to see if I would missed anything significant and I saw it. Uh I I agree with you on pacing. I think that's the only point that you made that I agree with because I, I I like Derek, thought it got a little sluggish towards the middle, and I, I if they had cold opened with this guy finding this armor with the Jawa, like like you don't know who he is. They don't give you his name, mm-hmm. but it's it's the whole backstory he talked about where like he's in the desert. The Jawas find him. You're like, what the fuck's going on? He finds the armor, takes it back. All of a sudden, here comes Mando. I get why they wanted to immediately go, hey, look, here's Mando and baby Yudes. Yeah. Here's what they're doing. <clears throat> they're in this town. You know, Gork- we'll open with a cool note. I I disagree 100% with the the fight scene. I thought it was cool. I thought it was I, so well shot. I forgot
3: I, to say. I, I, did, I don't know. Yeah, I, really? I don't know how. Even, you
2: actually use the word amateur, and I can't comprehend where that came from. I was upset with you for that. The the set in that <laughs> the set in that scene to me looks cheap and fake. Like that, that entire that
1: entire thing in the beginning. Like at first I was kind of like, oh, there's graffiti on the walls. That's that's kind of like interesting world building. But then I'm like, they have spray paint in a galaxy far far. Like what? What? Well, like, why? I'll admit that, why like, the, the,
3: the, um, fuck, I can't think of what they're called. Like, in the ring, their axes, that yeah. weird effect. Yeah. The Gamorias, I
1: hated that so much. The fucking,
3: the finest sucked, yeah. but it didn't, like, didn't ruin it for me. But that was a little, like, all right, you could just have two dudes with the battle axes swinging. Yeah. That, that would have been fine without the effect. Yeah. I'll, was, I'll give you that. That was very sci fi channel
1: original movie. Like, I know, I know yes. we've used that before. Yeah. But it,
3: what 100%
1: was is like, we got to make sure that they know how hard they're hitting these. It's like Dragon Ball Z. We're like, it's they're they're lazy they're lazy about it but they try to make it seem like it's bad it's like they move so fast it looks like they're just squiggly line like
0: yeah <laughs> what's
2: what Scott's really saying is fuck weebs
1: I mean I cannot double you're down not welcome on, here yeah I cannot double down <laughs> on fuck you're weebs. Not welcome here let's be honest though they 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 had to make sure they got their daily dose of Persona Five and I gotta I gotta stop
2: <laughs> I'm keep, oh keep Jesus Christ Scott <laughs> yeah uh uh yeah I mean I like I I will agree about the sci-fi thing um. I don't remember if it was. I think it was shown in season one. Like Mando's little knife is a blade. Like shit like that Mm -hmm. is the is the that show is the reason I fucking watch Star Wars. Like we've and we've talked about this before. Like it's one of the reasons, you know, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars films. This universe has so much to offer us from a storytelling perspective. That doesn't have to do with destiny and Jedi and shit like that. And and this show. Yeah, I agree. If it felt like one of the filler episodes from episode one, but it also just felt like we're on an adventure. Like I thought I, I just. I was OK I with that like, as
3: an opener. I didn't. See yeah, because
2: it's that. like it's like, look, we're we're you can't expect it to be as epic or ridiculous as the finale. Like, it's like we're back. We're, where are they at now? They set it up for us. He's back on a quest to find baby Yod species. I, and they're they're trying to figure out how to get there. So he's tracking down a Mandalorian. And look, Boba Fett.
1: I can fix it in five minutes.
2: Well, before you do, let me finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, so, yeah, so they show the armor. Then we go through the whole crate Dragon thing, which was a little over the top, but it was a fun welcome back set piece. Look, we have more fucking money. Look, CGI. Uh, and it, then it did look really good. It looked really good. It, it did look really. I was like, wow, this yeah. like the crate the Dragon looks really good. Really fucking. Good. Uh, and then yeah, they end it and after the whole episode of going like, OK, so in your head, you're like, Where, so where's Boba Fett? And then we fucking see him. He's scarred. He looked. You can tell he escaped the Scar-like, Sarlacc pit. Uh they even tell us through random dialogue how he did, because you know the crate dragon killed the sarlacc, yeah. and that's how he fucking got out. Because yeah. they also showed the crate spitting acid and it melting Tusken Raiders, but it didn't hurt Mando when he came out of the. So obviously, fucking Boba Fett's armor saved him when the crate dragon attacked the fucking sarlacc and he escaped. And then, and he's got like he's got the gaffy the gaff stick gaffy stick I think it's called the Tusken Raider stick, and then the rifle. Yeah, and he's just living on
3: the fucking dunes. I thought and- it was great punctuation. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. This is very. Yeah, yeah no, you're fine. I, I, I just thought like, <laughs> just, I feel like they were flirting with like the armor the whole time. And to me, that was like, oh, they're giving us the armor. So we shut up about that. Right. And then we got him. You know, I, I thought that was win win. I thought it was the best yeah. of both worlds. Yeah, we talked about rumors of Tamara Morrison being cast. We didn't know he was actually going to be here.
2: It it was from good sources, but we didn't know, right? Yeah. And then they do that. I'm glad you said a good punctuation because the scene in juxtaposition to every other time the dual suns are setting in Tatooine, where it's hope filled in a character we know, this is Boba Fett, and maybe it's supposed to be hope filled because yeah, oh shit, he's alive, and we don't know what his mindset's going to be. Is he going to be a good guy? Is he going to be morally gray? Uh, you know, I don't know what he's been through. We, none of us do. And that's very exciting to now see the, what used to be legends now be canon, where he actually did survive. the I pit. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, to me, him showing up at the end of the first episode was them telling us like, we have a lot of shit to cover. Here's Boba Fett. He's back. He's going to factor in the story. Yeah, yeah. Let's fucking go. Like that's hop on the back. It. Yeah. Yeah. Hop on the back of the bantha. We got fucking trails to make boys. Uh, th-
1: that's, that's a great way to wrap up your argument there. The, the bantha thing. I gotta give you that. You get you get an, you get like a, a Devil May Cry triple S for style on that one. Uh, okay, but I, I got to be honest, man. Like, I get I get why they showed him at the end to like kind of again because it's what you said. Like, we have a lot going on, but it also seems counterproductive to do that at the end to like let you know how much they have going on and still burn so much time on something that only builds one relationship between these two characters and doesn't push the main narrative forward at all. That was my biggest issue with it. I can fix it in five minutes. Not everyone's going to agree with me. Some people think it's perfect the way it is to me. Okay. To me, cold open. You don't show, maybe you don't even show Timothy Olyphant's face right away. If he's going to be a recurring character, maybe we don't need to see his face until the end of the episode when he finally takes the armor off and revealing it's not Boba Fett. It could literally be a cold open of somebody walking up and seeing, seeing a body in the armor in the sand. So, something along those lines. Then we cut, then we do our fucking fucking title. Mando killing John Leguizamo in what looked like a, a, a murder scene from a critters movie. Which I was stoked on that. I was stoked.
2: That was actually on fantastic. Just a little, the yeah. beady little that
1: was
3: eyes of our John My God.
1: Yeah. Um. He had like a weird like vocoder on his voice though. we like it only sounded like him in certain ranges, and when it went to go low, it would get like real gritty, like he like was doing Batman voice from from, uh, Dark Knight. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, man. This to me, like I, I get, I get why they didn't want to jump right in and go balls deep, but I feel like there could have been a way. There could have been a way where it didn't feel like just a uh, a. Uh, sci-fi channel original movie or a creature feature to me and i, I thought like it, it was cool to have the crate dragon be there but maybe instead of making this entire episode about the crate dragon maybe have the crate dragon interrupt their potential bar fight and then that's a looming threat that we know is in the area that can maybe come back later and affect something in a greater part of the narrative it just seemed to me like they shot their load they wanted to show that they had big special effects where they could do really really realistic creature effects now with our with our CGI. Can. yeah and it, it did look great there was a lot of things, it was, it was like, it was like I, was pl- I was watching somebody play with action figures when I was a kid. The, the fucking oh, yeah. jetpack up to the top of a mountain. Um, like, all, all that stuff, it was beautiful to look at, but I just feel like there, there could have been a way for them to build, to build more lore around this town and maybe hint at where the Jedi are, or, I don't know, maybe do something to push forward the narrative of him trying to, like, find out where Baby Yoda needs to be, and have that, that crate Dragon as a looming threat that, again, could come back later, circle around... And maybe, maybe be, you know, the, the, the du- duus ex machina or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, hmm. that, that kind of like breaks up a fight or changes the tides of a battle when they're overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's always way more interesting when you have like the sandworm from Beetlejuice and you know, yeah, it's wild
3: card. Yeah. yeah like,
1: you, you know, you know, it's out there, you know, it's a threat. You're like, you know, you haven't even seen the full scope of how big this thing is yet, but you're already like, you know, it, you know, it's coming eventually that, that to me would have been that's a way what more she said. Okay. Yeah. Uh. I feel like that would have been way more interesting in the long run than me. Uh, if, it have, if it would have, maybe would have focused more on like what the what the social climate is like on Tatooine after the fall of the Empire, because they hint at that about how entire towns were wiped out, how there were, you know, like basically essentially cartels and gangs that controlled cities. Yeah, I would like to see what, Mo, Those, Mos yeah, Isle, cool. what Mos Eisley looks like in the aftermath of the downfall of the Empire. That to me would have been a much more interesting narrative had they gone into Mos Eisley together, maybe, or if that's where Cobb Vance had been. You And I mean, like, like the, I think there, there's, there's um, it was a missed opportunity to do a lot more world building of, of Tatooine post Empire uh, and also to shoot their wad right out the gate with that with the great the dragon. That could have been a great thing to have in their back pocket.
2: I, I don't disagree with your points. I don't. I, I still very much enjoyed this episode and I more so than anything else, I'm just excited to watch more of it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of where Mando always gets me. It's like I always get so excited to see, like, the passion that these people exude when they make this. And I, I love knowing like whole wholeheartedly knowing that people who love uh, Star Wars are making the show. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, Yeah. I mean, do, I, knowing Ahsoka Tano is in the show somewhere, I, I am giddy with excitement. I can't, I can't wait for that moment to show up. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've kind of shot my whole load. I don't really have anything else to say about it, but um,
3: before we wrap up, do you guys have anything else you wanted to spit out? No, I I think you guys kind of, kind of nailed it. I mean, you know, I see what you're saying, Scott, but it's also, I mean, it's episode one, so yeah. we, we they could still go to Mose Isley. They I mean, th- these things could still be expanded on. I agree with you, though, it wasn't perfect. Like it didn't I wasn't like maybe it was my own expectations, but like I wasn't blown away. But I was definitely <laughs> happy with it. I was very happy with it. Um let's just see what happens.
0: I'm not gonna try cool.
1: to get into like a, a pattern of just shitting out the shit on it. To be honest, because, like, again, there were, there were a lot of things that I really did enjoy about it. Like, visually, it was great. The music was awesome.
3: Uh, music you know, was so good. Yeah,
1: like, like the practical effects in this one were great. Oh, yeah. The CGI looked great. Like, uh, it, it, was, it was cool to see Sand People humanized and not just be, you know, because that's one thing the series does really well is they take uh, what, what you might call marginalized groups in the Star Wars lore, and they give them, like, personality and heart, and, and you relate to them.
3: Yeah, that was uh, reflected, by the way, in real life, where uh, a, a dude who like knew ASL, a dude who hears, was like, "Hey, maybe we should get an actual deaf person to play one of the Tuscan Raiders," and you know, that's that's how they got. Like, one of them was actually deaf, <clears throat> and,
2: oh, cool. and like helped them I didn't know come that. up with.
3: I was reading something about it the other day. Uh, to really cool. come up with the like Tuscan sign language thing, so it was badass. Um...
2: You know, I, I didn't even mention the music, but yeah, I mean, so I, that new score when they're flying in, I, I think that's new, right? Like I just said new score, but the, this, I know they had the, the,
3: the, like, I don't know what it's called. The wood, woo, wood, yeah. that fucking thing. The John Wayne would better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. basically John Wayne without the racism.
2: Right. And, and I mean, that's this really whole episode was, <laughs> this whole episode was basically just like old school Western, like, yeah. you know, guy comes into town and helps fix a fucking problem to get something. You know, I just, I don't know. I liked it a lot. I did not think it was perfect. I don't want to be like the, like, you know, just sucking the dick at the altar with nothing negative to say. Like, I agree with some of the points you made. Um, I just, I, I really liked it. You know, my, my, uh, I'm, my excitement's amped up to fucking 11. Yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up. Gentlemen, we've, we've ran quite long tonight yeah. and I'm this not mad about that. We've had some, far, yeah. We've yeah. we've had t- some, I think, whereas we tend to riff a lot, which is, Always funny. I think we made some valid points tonight on things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was a despite good one. all the, despite all of uh, the, you know, the weeb bash, and, and, and just to reiterate, you're not welcome here. Yeah, get out right um, now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let let's let's be let's be clear <laughs> the though. There's there's, there's two different tiers of weeb. There's like, right, there's, right, right. There's right. like harmless shy girl who like does this in all their photographs, <laughs> and like and like and like very clearly is non threatening to anybody. But then there's just the army of incels who like watch what is clearly underage girl hentai. And like, have the shelves of books that are the pages are stuck together. Like, I just, and we're okay with
3: the first one, but you're walking a fucking line. Be careful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, if you, if you, if you ever thought about buying a waifu pillow,
2: you're probably part of the fucking problem. Yeah. If you're one of
1: those guys who owns a shirt that's just all prints of the girl with the mouth open, I know you have, I know you have a blanket.
3: (laughs) I was gonna say, I don't like it. I have a blanket with it. If you're, my girlfriend uh, got you, it for my dog. That's that's a real. All yeah. of that is a real story.
2: If you've ever looked at octopus a little cockeyed and got maybe a half chub, you're part of the
3: problem. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. this is. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this we is want, this. Let, Let's be real here. We want everybody here. We want you to feel included, except for fucking weirdos that watch hentai. Get the fuck out right now. Turn <laughs> yeah, you're it not. Off. You're not. No, well, no. You, you, can watch, you, can, you can watch. You can watch hentai. Please get out.
1: Just make sure it's the weird alien demon stuff. And not the little girls, yeah. not the kids
3: stuff. If yeah, it's not the yeah. kids stuff, yeah. we'll make fun of you still, one hundred percent. But yeah,
1: yeah, you're I'm not gonna, gonna be grudge you for getting off the octopus cock. Like whatever, whatever does it for you, does it for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna begrudge you a single octopi penile. But I will say, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> right. if, if you're if you're like if you're like reading books or what or consuming any media that's like pedophile or pe- pe- pedo light, like the, you know what I mean like fuck, get, no,
0: we don't.
2: Yeah. Yeah, If if you're pretending that your fucking uh, hentai fetish is anything other than watching girls dress up in schoolgirl outfits and have sex with gross old guys, I mean, just, you know.
3: Yeah, if you've ever Googled. It's time to have have, a conversation with yourself and your therapist. If you've ever Googled Master Rochi Boner, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we're going (laughs) to wrap it up.
2: Uh, I uh, rate this
3: one uh, four <laughs> dirty heroin pussies out of five. I have to say. Oh no! I forgot You've all about that. For that. I forgot
1: all about Maybe. that. Uh, I've I would rate this one. <laughs>
2: I can't. Uh, so you got to go first. No, 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 go ahead. No, no you got to go first. All right, I'll do mine first. Mine's going to be quick though because I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. I would rate the, mine's a recent reference. I, I'm not digging back to the beginning like Derek. I'm trying to. Uh, right I would, <laughs> I would rate this four out of five Timothy Oliphant big old cocks.
1: Uh, see, I was, I was going to say four out of five hungry Mouse at the glory hole. Ah, it works. No, it's still all right. That, yeah. You have the, wait, wait, did, and the did, you, did you say four? Did you say four or five, Chris? I, I did say four. Okay, so four. there's four enough. There's five. enough dicks and enough mouths. We're yeah. good. We're good. We got the right ratio.
3: And <laughs> enough dirty heroin pussies. We're four for four for four. Yeah, I mean, you you never there's ne- We're never out of stock. if you dirty- <laughs> <laughs> if, if,
1: if, if, if you're getting too many teeth at the glory hole, you got that dirty heroin pussy as a backup.
3: Right. <laughs> right. It's the, definitely not the first grab. Definitely save that. Yeah. Uh, it's you
2: know. And the cynical nerd is a uh, hungry mouth for John Stewart
3: 2020. So, why, I mean, why do all... you
1: people listen to us? <laughs>
3: <laughs> why are you here? You incel weaves. Just, yeah. just kidding. I feel like we need to, we need to like, make the sure ones we... that that applies to. Yeah, we, I feel case, like we need to make it
1: clear there's Weasley. been there's been no inkling whatsoever that any of those people listen to us. <laughs> but just in case. <laughs> we had to scorch yeah, the yeah, fucking in earth. Case. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> in case, Squish turn. Are we going to scorch that all earth, son? Right. Fuck. Burn it right, surface until it is but glass, very much like they've done with the entire Halo franchise. That is a <laughs> double reference. Oh.
2: Oh, it fucking is. is. And also session. fuck Halo 2. Yeah. <laughs> also <laughs> fuck <laughs> Halo 2. Overrated, hot garbage. Everyone looks at it through nostalgia lenses. it's not good. You suck, and you have terrible taste. Uh okay. So Can't see my ears if- I got cut in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, if you want to reach out to us, you can uh, hashtag us, ask TCN on Twitter, ask us a question, <laughs> send us an email questions at thesnakeonnerd.com. This is this is episode six. I hope you make me laugh every single time so that I have trouble getting through the outro. <laughs> I love both of you. Thanks for being here. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you later. <laughs>